0: Mm-hmm.
1: Welcome, one and all, to another episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake, currently in our Sinister Sixes, so we tricked you again, no anime. I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan, and before I introduce my co-hosts, I have a special announcement. I recently sold my likage to uh, Mattel, so you can expect next Christmas to have Jonathan Eight Thin Dolls on the shelves. A loving companion forevermore. (laughs) Those will be collectors' items someday, yeah, they would. I'm sure. I mean, uh, then they're going to sing a song or two. They're going to stumble through a soft shoe, and you know, don't give them any knives. <laughs> well, uh, I'm
2: Dan Ryan. Yeah, I think I might become a marine biologist someday. Oh, yeah, all think right. I'm going to change up my career path, just like a certain Joe Star that I'm a big fan of. Oh wow! So, yeah. We're
1: going to the deep sea. Yeah, I think so. Mm. I think it's time. I'm already yeah. in deep, so. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome, Dan, once more to our podcast—the thing we do to detox throughout the week. <laughs> yeah, and how have you been? Oh uh, well, stressed. Yeah,
2: but same, uh, same. Uh, you know, enjoying some anime. Oh, I was—I was keeping you apprised of the situation, mm-hmm. but I finished Diamond is Unbreakable. Uh, you know, the the fourth part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because I'm keeping ahead of it. Yeah. uh for future podcast coverage um and i loved it yeah i i was it was amazing mm. so i i it was one of those things where i was sitting there and obviously uh, compared to phantom blood and battle tendency which are about like 10 episodes a pop stardust crusaders uh onward basically the the, the seasons are about like 40 episodes a piece mm mm-hmm. Or longer, yeah. Um,
1: but it flows like butter.
2: It does, yeah. And I- I've seen a lot of discourse online. Certain places have cited that, uh, you know, depending on whether you're in the east or the west, and etc. Diamond is unbreakable is the most popular season, mm. uh, considered uh, possibly the best. Mm. Um, if we're if you're factoring in manga arcs, apparently people kind of prefer Steel Ball Run now. Okay. Um, and that's the case in America. Apparently in Japan, uh, Stardust Crusaders still slightly ekes out, mm. um, Diamond is Unbreakable, but the anime kind of helped bring it up a few points. Um, but we'll get into that someday when we cover it, because as I've, you know, seen in my research, there's a lot of trivia yet to be disclosed about the show, mm. about the, the larger franchise. Mm-hmm. Um... But again, when I'm working from home, I I sit, I keep things on as background noise. Okay. I was keeping JoJo's on in the background, but it hit a point where I'm like, "This toss is toss the like, laptop away." Yeah. This is this is distracting. <laughs> this is more important. Like I got to save this for after work because I I I yeah. gotta take in. What's it's giving happening. me joy. <laughs> um, and, you know, and I'll fully admit that compared to Stardust Crusaders, where I was like anticipating certain moments that have been like memed yeah um i wasn't familiar a lot with you know with diamond is unbreakable but after when it when it hits a certain point and again when someday when we cover it mm-hmm. it'll be obvious what that point is um but i just couldn't put it down yeah i couldn't stop it was the amazing show mm. um just kind of reaffirming that uh I should have been watching JoJo's a long time ago. Yeah, so. me
1: too. I mean, I'm I'm happy. I I have enjoyed our rewatch so far. I'm very excited to for what's to come. Um, mm-hmm. because JoJo has been stellar, in yeah. my opinion. And I really don't know what happens in the series aside from people making dramatic poses. I know mm-hmm. that stands are involved in one season. and I know they eat spaghetti at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and pasta primaduro. <laughs> that's that's
2: time is unbreakable. But um, you don't you don't really know what to expect. Mm. If you do your best to avoid spoilers, you really do not. Know what's going to happen, Mm -hmm. so it. it, I I'm very excited to to get into it down the line, but.
1: Uh, I, too, have been watching some anime that we're going to get to very shortly on the mm-hmm. podcast. I've been finishing up Skate the Infinity, mm-hmm. which is the next kind of short 12-episode series that I'll be bringing. Uh, I think it's lovable. I think you're going to enjoy it. There's some zany characters. There's some uh, buff himbos in there. Mm-hmm. I think you'll like them all. Of course. Even if you're not a fan of skating, you know? The only thing I do is skate w- through a conversation. <laughs> well, I was
2: a fan of Rocket Power. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And we, I think we're both Jet Set Radio fans. Yeah, so that's I- true. I-
1: yeah. We don't need to be physically capable. That's one of the plot lines, too, is you may not be the best skater, but as long as you have it in your heart. We don't need to have good coordination. We can, you know. We do it for fun.
2: I mean, at our age, we will liable <laughs> to break a hip, but still, <laughs> it's, you know, we
1: can't be doing things like that, but um, still. In addition, I've been scoping out some series in future, and I mm-hmm. think I've gotten uh, my next three, one mini, uh, one medium, and one maxi mm-hmm. uh, planned, and I think it's a good mix, especially from me. Some things that you might not expect, one thing you probably will expect. Of course. But uh, interesting, nonetheless.
2: I am also planning things to that effect mm. um, the, the, uh, hold on, let's see. Which, hmm. um, I've kind of decided that even if we're not necessarily entering a new era mm-hmm. after 200, um, how it's going to work is that I'm going to. There's gonna be intermissions, okay? Sort of, yeah. That's fine. Like, I'll when I hit like a natural stopping point. stopping point in, in JoJo's, mm-hmm. I'll just I'll do like a week where I do a different series yeah. just to keep things spicy, mm-hmm. to keep our viewers guessing, yeah. Um, keep people scared and confused, mm-hmm. and and that's uh, that's what I'll do because yeah. there's obviously older stuff that I need to get to, but I think there's also smaller stuff that I found that I'm just as excited to kind of get to talk about. Mm. And, 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 you know, and they can kind of serve as, like, pilot episodes yes. for what's to come. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm interested, too, uh, how we're going to set it up. Of course, we have some things planned for the summer as well. I know that it's early in the year mm-hmm. yet, but the summer will be here before we know it. And who knows what lies beyond that. Uh, but excited for a new era of anime. It was not a mistake. Again. And one tiny piece mm-hmm. of anime news. Uh-huh. I had seen an ad about it.
2: This morning, but mm-hmm. I wasn't positive. Looks like, I think you can check out um, the new Gundam series, The Witch from oh, yeah. Mercury or Mars. Yeah,
1: I saw that.
2: The Witch from Mercury, they're putting episodes up on YouTube, I would assume, as, like, a tease for if you want
1: to invest in Crunchyroll, I guess. And then there was a Gundam series that's, like, more of, like, a school drama. I don't know if that's it. It's, like, a political school drama. Like um, the, I forget. There's so many. Yeah. And I know you're a better... You know, keeper of the keys on that subject matter. Well,
2: sadly, not uh, a total X. Ex- I think what mm. you're talking about is Gundam Build. Sure, it's like the yeah. one with the kids, and I- I'm not. I'm not sure, but mm. it- it's. Um, we got more Gundam coming. Mm. R- rest assured, uh, waiting for the opportune moment. Yes. Um, but yeah, if anyone wants to check that out, because we're all about take advantage of deals, Mm -hmm. Uh, you can probably catch, like, I think the prologue in the first episode on YouTube for the time being, so.
1: might check it out, you know. When I get in the fighting robot mood, Mm -hmm. perhaps I'll pick it up. Mm -hmm. Speaking of fighting robots, Dan, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a a video game I've been playing for God knows how long, and it's still nowhere close to done, broke the 100 hour mark this week, still think I have half the game left to do. Mm Mm-hmm. It's none other than Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which after beating Pokemon, my mission, my New Year's resolution, get in shape and play video games and Mm -hmm. read books. So I'm going to try to finish up the video games. I know we have Fire Emblem in two weeks, and then the the slow trickle of everything starts in again. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I will finish Xenoblade 3. I got through Chapter 5. I'm not going to spoil anything, Dan, but if that was like the midpoint of the game... I don't know how they're gonna hold a candle to the finale. I know they're gonna, they're gonna trip in the end, and it's fine. Mm -hmm. Because this midpoint segment, um, it comes out of nowhere. There's always like a twist in Xenoblade games, if you're familiar with the plot, where the plot goes skew and something extremely dramatic happens. Yes. Uh, this, we've spent time with these six plus characters dealing with their own mortality, worrying about when these children soldiers are going to die. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're in a prison camp at one point, you're trying to break people out, and then Monolith Soft threw a cor- curveball at you. Uh, the heroes are at their bottom, rock bottom moment, uh, and you are basically subjected to watch one of your main party characters die over the course of weeks. And it's very, 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 very sad. Okay. But in a way that's like... Oh, this is a Nintendo game, making me feel genuine emotions about, like, coping with grief and death. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's not all that sad. They pull something out, like Kingdom Hearts Logic, that changes things slightly. Um, Which might minimize the impact on you, but in the moment, in this... It had to be over an hour of a cutscene, because I talked to Dan like 30 minutes in. Yeah. And then I talked to him 30 minutes after and I was like, it's still going, Dan.
2: Yeah. I was, I was speculating that you got one of those garage sale haunted Nintendo 64 cartridges and Mm. you were the only one to experience this, but. Mm. That doesn't seem to be the case. No, so that, it seems I, to... The
1: internet did warn me that Chapter 5 was going to make you feel feels. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had the warning, and even then I still wasn't prepared. So mm-hmm. at one point, even if you watch the the 100-hour Xenoblade 3 The Movie version on YouTube, mm-hmm. just check it out. I think it was interesting, and it's right up the, the sci-fi alley that I think you'd be uh, akin to.
2: Of course. Yeah. Um. Well... Uh, I can't check it out immediately, because Mm -hmm. I'm checking out something else that you told me uh, to do. I've been playing a lot of Persona 5. And
1: how do you feel about that, Dan?
2: I love it. Yep. I I knew it. I love it. Yep. Uh, I, I am, um, after a lot of, after many false starts across multiple consoles and versions, I, you know, again, with my Sakurai dual screen setup, Mm Mm-hmm. It lends itself to a, like, you know, life sim RPG. So I can sit there on the Switch, play it, and... And it's like
1: you're playing an anime. Have five movies playing in the background to
2: to keep my brain, uh, my Ozymandias setup (laughs) that I need. Yeah. Uh, And and it, um... I am loving it. I I, I did not expect to. I honestly did not expect to. I've probably missed stuff, I'm certain. Um, Mm -hmm. But it, it... I don't. Th- I don't think I have because mm-hmm. I-, I followed your instructions. I've still probably missed things, but yeah. like I'm living persona life to the fullest. Well,
1: it's a game you can I'm go back and play it. too. Like give it some time. Yeah. Like I did play it basically back to back, and it didn't feel like it like overstayed its welcome. I hear you just broke into a bank and met a biker chick. Yeah, motocross yeah. Makoto mm-hmm. I, and who's an
2: angel. And I love that cuz it feels it feel it's it's it feels like an anime. Yeah. Like, "Oh, there's this goober who's who's getting feelings and they're they're hanging out with the gang." And they don't like him at first, but they're going to come around and, and and I love it. Right. I I love when they they get their personas
1: unveiled. Mm-hmm. Um, I will give you one warning in a future dungeon coming up. You may have to look up a guide because the boss in the original persona five Royal, mm-hmm. it was like too easy. Then they made this boss too hard. But they- there's a very oh, okay. specific way that you have to beat them. Like you have to trade up a certain kind of persona. Mm-hmm. Um, just know that don't let that hinder you because mm-hmm. it's, it's impossible almost. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it comes out of nowhere. It's there. It's I think in. I want to say two more palaces you'll get there mm-hmm. but uh watch out for that but enjoy the game nonetheless yeah and no, try to stay up to date with the guide with those uh two other new characters to get the extra content
2: yeah i'm i'm doing my best to 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 chill with everyone mm-hmm. i got a bad feeling about mishima <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I, he pulled out a replica gun at a restaurant and i'm like yeah. i don't know i don't know i kind of like him living uh, on the edge with yeah, danger he's like marge simpson when yeah. she like i i think i don't remember if she bought a gun but it was something like it was, that it was it, it was
1: either I'm thinking, it was marge buys a gun because it was based off like a golden girls episode where, yeah like, betty yeah. white buys a gun they're like mm, living
2: dangerous and that was that's what Mishima wrote i'm like mm, oh we okay. have to have
1: like a ranking at the end yeah of, like, no we confidants. will no. yeah and
2: i met i met boy detective oh catchy oh, uh, coon um <laughs> want some pancakes <laughs> Uh, you know, obviously I've met Kasumi, mm-hmm. love Makoto, yep. um, love everyone. Yeah,
1: and there's a few more goobers to meet still.
2: Um, but yeah, that was, that was, um, that was, that was. that's among my New Year's resolutions. I want to finish that yeah. so that I can play four. Yes, um, that, and
1: then even three. Three you're probably going to love too, but four is definitely the Dan persona yeah. game. But we're going to come back to persona in a second
2: because you asked me to prepare a legal rebuttal oh, yeah. to your yeah. uh, to my rebuttal, thing. yes. Um, <laughs> but my, one of my resolutions was to uh, to finish that, going to do that. And The other two are to make more art, mm-hmm. of course, and to do some writing, yes. which I
1: have. Yeah. So, look at me, I said I was going to read. I finished a Stephen King and I'm on Paul Lapone's memoir right now. Very good. So, I'm Very continuing good. to read i gotta do my best to earn that
2: one piece game that's coming so. oh that's true but,
1: one piece odyssey yeah yeah coming soon um
2: mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah the before i i you know i'm gonna introduce the next new segment because okay. i think i share it with you okay sure
1: yeah watched a movie called the menu uh, it's right it was next on my bullet point the last thing i had today yeah What'd you think about? Yeah. I loved it. I also loved it, but I'm biased. I love anything Anya Taylor-Joy's in. I think she has the perfect filmography so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, No flops. Even if some people think, Last Night in Soho might have been a little campy. I I felt it. I I had those eyes when I first saw it, but now I'm a changed person after viewings of it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think it's a great... It did... I heard this on the internet. It did a better job than Knives Out 2 of doing like the poor versus the rich Mm -hmm. mentality classicism. That I was like, oh, mm-hmm. right. I, I definitely feel this. It doesn't overstay. It's like an hour and a half, hour forty-five. Yeah, very good film. Goes down easy like a, a well-cooked meal. No, it, no, I, that's that was my
2: exact thing. Mm-hmm. My brother actually, you recommended it, and then my brother recommended. I'm like, all right, I got two people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I got two confidants <laughs> yeah. who are telling me that I gotta, I gotta mm-hmm. do this. Yeah, I gotta so, boost our ranking then. Uh, so I'm gonna watch it and no short simple mm-hmm. not complicated and it 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 didn't get like stupid no. it got like weird but it didn't it didn't overstay its welcome well it
1: turns into midsummer in the end midsummer with chefs yeah
2: yeah <laughs> and i was worried that it was going to turn into something more like gruesome and 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 like you know mm-hmm. to a big final battle but yeah. i was pl- pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. there was nothing like that yeah So it was uh, We got to see Judith Light Yeah and uh, lots of Just Lots of chilling there uh, John Linguisamo Lots of discussions about like critics and how like mm-hmm. Tyler's character yeah. is he... Nicholas Holtz, constant
1: yeah. douchebag and everything Recommend seeing him in The Great as well
2: I, I love the scene where he's like Okay like mm-hmm. you know how to do, dissect do this it. but you don't know yeah. how to do it So yeah, Dan
1: knows how to build a Gundam, why not pilot one? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah.
2: But but no, also, I mean, uh, well, you know, we know how to make fun of movies, we don't know how to make them, yeah. but that's, uh, yeah. that's uh, we might be in that situation. But I, I, he was a celebrity chef gathering up all the people who had ruined his art form. Mm-hmm. That was just interesting. Yeah. And and I, and obviously the first thought that I had was that was like you taking me to like a prestige film event, mm-hmm. but I just want one piece. Yeah. That's I just yeah. order one piece at and the then, end. And then, you know, you're the winner <laughs> in the
1: end. <laughs> When the it's reels right. catch a flame <laughs> and the whole theater burns down.
2: But spoiler alert, mm-hmm. my brother pointed out she might not get away. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the beef. Because of the aged beef. The beef yeah. 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 So it's, it's, what we'll the thing, probably good for a rewatch, yeah. but
1: it's, I, I don't know, nothing else like it this mm-hmm. year, so I'm, do check that out. I'm intrigued. I always love a film. Yep. Yeah. And hopefully next weekend we'll be seeing Megan... Mm-hmm. And I'll be giving my glowing praise on that. If we can get seats, that's. Yeah, I told Matt. It's, it's Matt has one out. Well, Matt has then. one job. Um,
2: really a good sign of the viral marketing paying off for that. Yeah,
1: which you know, going in, it's Blumhouse. Mm-hmm. They usually shit the bed. They didn't on Black Phone, mm-hmm. which Heather and I were agog about because we didn't expect Black Phone to be that good. I like it because it's Joe Hill's baby. And it has that one girl's sister Mm -hmm. to the little girl in this movie who is part of, like, the Mike Flanagan universe Mm -hmm. and is, like, one of the best child actors. She saved that movie. Like, that little girl on Black Phone. I don't know what she was on. She said, I have my SAG card. I'm ready to go, Mama. Yeah. And uh, I'm just expecting the same. It's a movie, Megan, apparently, that knows what tone it's trying to be. So it's a horror movie... Alla malignant. It's the same scriptwriter as malignant. So yeah, yeah. And unironically, I'm happy to see Allison Williams doing more yeah. stuff. Yep. She
2: was like a tolerable part of Girls. The only and, thing and, and, I know her from
1: is from Peter Pan Live, honey. Which was yeah. It's a sinister six. Pick. I
2: I was worried that that was a stumbling because I remember that too. Oh. I can't watch live thi- but the oh the, you uh, will in time <laughs> you but shall. But no. so I, I'm I'm pleased. Cause mm-hmm. again, it's as you as we were discussing before the mics went live, it's good that these movies are like th- that these kind of standalone movies are kind of coming out of yeah. nowhere. Mm-hmm. Not really Avatar Two, but it has been like twenty eight <laughs> years, so mm-hmm. it's kind of enough. But yeah. um well, we
1: got three more in the pipeline. Yeah. Mm. The people of fire.
2: And then <laughs> The people of wind. I I think so. I it's don't know. it's yeah, I. every time we declare movies
1: dead, they mm. end up surprising and they us. They come right back.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: Not on Sinister Six, though. No, no, not that. And I have no more news. That was all my news I had this week. Okay. Yep.
2: So, uh, last week, um, and I promise that future months will not be as saturated with Pokemon stuff, mm-hmm. um, aside from the prompts that I request, because uh, uh, part of the resolution to make more art, I'm going to keep pumping those out forever. I got... A few more cooking, a few more almost done. So stay tuned. Yes, chef. Um, but uh, I want, I want to, I want to frame this rebuttal. Mm. Um, perhaps last week when you gave me this request, mm. uh, this is this is like the scene in The Dark Knight Rises where Her, uh, Jim Gordon has the speech. That he's going to give at the dinner party, uh, revealing that Harvey Dent was actually uh, the killer, mm-hmm. and that uh, he lied to to save the city's innocence. Yeah. Um, but then he he's like, "But perhaps I'll say that another time and tucks it oh, back into his jacket."
1: I see this where we're going. Yeah. So uh,
2: perhaps mm. I would have given a more impassioned defense a week ago <laughs> before I had played more Persona Five.
1: Ah.
2: Um. Persona 5 raised my standards ever so slightly. Video games, yeah. For RPGs. Yeah. For for, for things like this. Yeah. Um, Because you, you brought up a lot of points last week, mm-hmm. but Persona 5, in my opinion, would solve uh, most of those. Mm-hmm. As I said last week, you don't need the open world. Yeah. If you have, like, sectioned-off areas that have a lot of stuff going on in them, that's just as good as... And you don't have to waste time and resources filling empty space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even if even if you, you know, it doesn't have to be like a Persona thing where you're like traveling or anything like that. It could literally just be a return to form Pokemon map yeah. with dungeons yes, on it. Yes, um, You know. It doesn't have to be open world. doesn't have to be open world. And it's, uh, you know, use that accordingly. Legends Arceus did it. If you build off that foundation... Go for it. Mm. Persona 5 also made me think about... Uh, buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a bunch of... Uh, you know... I'm, I'm imagining a city... That is not a copypasta... And it has like a gym... Where you can go and raise... Attack IVs. Like a like an mm-hmm. actual barbell gym. Mm-hmm. A burger joint that raises HP. Yeah. Like stat training places... that That serve those purposes... Um things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh I think Galar had like the British record shops that sold TMs. Yeah. Things like that. Bring things back yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um that, you know, fill up the space that way. Mm-hmm. Persona also got me thinking about the models. Yeah. I love those Persona models.
1: Yeah, even though they're kinda they're kind of clunky, but they've got their charm too.
2: They have their charm. Yeah. They 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 are they can be clunky, yeah. but they are And again, this a few weeks ago or even any of the previous times that I played Persona, I could never get into the Personas.
1: Mm. I but I hadn't met the ones I like yet. Yeah, that's weird cuz they're like Demonic little entities no, that I you
2: would love. They're religious and folklore yeah. figure. But now I do love them. Oh, okay. Now I, now I have found them. Now I've looked into their lore, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I get this mm-hmm. now. I'm, I'm like, yeah. you saw I the love one that these. looks like a penis? Yeah, yeah. The penis. The, the, you know, the, the. the they're all there. Mm-hmm. The gang's all there, yeah. and they're all. They all. Their bios contain the lore for the religions and the folklore that they're from, and it's like, oh shit, like, yeah. And they have the animations for when they're about to get guillotined and, mm-hmm. and fused and yep. stuff. And, and you'll see like...
1: them again, because it's in the same in the Shin Megami Persona universe. They yeah. reuse kind of the fan favorites. They'll give yeah. you some new ones, but they'll reuse the, the classic ones throughout so, the series. You know,
2: so I'm liking those, and I'm like... But the models have, you know, certain redundancies, I guess, built in, mm. so that they can be put in different poses, and they can, like... Yeah, Yeah, for the Persona
1: Dancing All Night edition.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And I also want to bring up Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Yeah. I heard. I have it. I haven't played it yet. It's on my list, though. It's a good game. A good good time killer. You know, excellent. Like, lots to do. They have all those detailed models in there. They can follow you around Mm -hmm. in the open world no problem, with no bugginess, Mm -hmm. no anything. Um,. So that, take from that, and and, and do what you will from that.
1: So you're saying Atlas, Bandai, next Pokemon's theirs. Yes.
2: (laughs) Uh, You know, obviously with Game Freak's creative vision in the forefront, but taking advantage of the technology that we have. Yeah. That's all Um, I want, Dan. then, Then there's a second phase to this. Okay. Because our friends at Level Five this past week mm-hmm. shut down their international offices.
1: Oh, I didn't hear about that.
2: So they are the folks that make like uh, Professor Layton, mm-hmm. one of your faves. Oh, that's sad. And Yo Kai Watch, yeah. one of they they brought them over here and localized them. Mm-hmm. But the sales of those franchises have not done well enough so can- to justify anything else. Mm-hmm. We never got Yo Kai Watch Four. I don't know if we're getting a Layton again. They should have
1: just put a collection out. Would uh, uh, boosted their
2: coffers. They should have, or just throw. Again, I would have wanted more Yokai Watch on Switch. Yeah. Well, they could have did both. They could have given me a late and the new Yokai Watch. But it it kind of made me think that okay, in terms of these like long-running RPGs, because we, we grew up with a lot of them, yes. these monster-collecting, mm-hmm. Mon-based RPGs. Mm-hmm. If you want to group Dragon Quest in there, yeah. you can, because yeah. even if you're not commanding the monsters, then you are at least, like, fighting a ton of unique mm-hmm. enemies. That's me with Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So, I, I still argue that the best thing to do is to let them do their thing. Because Pokemon, Digimon, all the faves... Shin Megami Tensei, etc., have survived by doing their own thing. They have had some stumbles when they try to copy each other, but left to their own devices, that seems to be how they get the longevity. So, like, I don't want a a drastic reinvention of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I want the I want the system to be maintained, but to be brought up to code yeah. on modern systems. Mm-hmm. So I will agree with you in your arguments given last week. Mm-hmm. Here's where the cope comes in. Okay. Here's where my critics, you, mm-hmm. will tell me that I'm grasping at straws. Okay. But uh, he, I'll, here, I'll are, bite my tongue. Here are things that I interpret as positive signs from Scarlet and Violet. Mm. One, the character designs are getting goofier.
1: Yeah, I like that. And I love it. Yeah, I like it too.
2: We can we can keep getting goofier we can force cosplayers to invent new technology to pull off the outfits <laughs> the wigs, yeah that, oh that the dragway screens will do it then <laughs> that's it's, they got to they got to pull their resources <laughs> and and figure it out i am all for that i want memorable characters and yeah. i want a lot of them yeah. i i and scarlet and violet provided that the mm-hmm. cast is huge and they all look different so that's just yeah. keep that going
1: too bad they have the personalities of Paper Bags, but... Well,
2: but again, I feel like that could be alleviated with the Persona changes. Yeah. Um, two, mm-hmm. there seems to be ways that the games can be made more difficult for people who want to challenge. Okay. Uh, if you take the Persona route or the other RPG route and put difficulty levels in mm-hmm. that don't scale your mons but but provide buffs and debuffs to them. Yeah. Um, you know, like when you're playing it on hard mode, the enemy pokemon deals like 1.5 damage mm-hmm. against yours. Mm-hmm. And then there's the understanding that when you do multiplayer shit, reset it to normal. Yeah. That's something that I would hope they figure out how to apply in the future. Mm-hmm. Um but they, they seem to be able to do buffs and debuffs because the the stupid terror raid yeah. battles, you know, have been challenging. They've yeah, been forcing that heard, players yeah. you to You actually
1: have to use, like, strategy and yes. communication with your teammates. Yeah. I haven't played one, but... Yeah,
2: no, I, neither have I, because I, I didn't, uh, I, I don't like Wi-Fi stuff. But the, uh-huh. the uh, <laughs> the... Well, that's not true. I did try one, but I got my ass kicked. Oh, I, 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 nah. but the truth the, comes out. But the... So there is a way in there, uh, because the only previous time that Pokemon dabbled with that was Black and White two, and that wasn't that wasn't anything like that. That was just the gym leaders had slightly higher levels and I think one extra mon. So like I would think like a, a more Persona esque system where it's like buffs and debuffs. Yeah. And then when it comes to multiplayer, it just gets reset to the baseline.
1: Dan, Persona really changed you, Dan. Huh? It did. It did open my eyes. Yeah. What would happen if I made you play Bravely, <laughs> and you discovered that battle system? Well, I did play Bravely. Yeah, but you didn't love Bravely. <laughs> no, <you> didn't <laughs> what if you did, though? What um, if you could see through my eyes? <laughs> uh,
2: three. Um, yes. We, got, we seem to have fresh blood there. Mm-hmm. The older folks who uh, <laughs> were consistent on all of these projects mm-hmm. seem to be leaving. Well, they're hip with the kids. They're using the kids' lingo. <laughs> they are. They are. And and don't get aggy. <laughs> like like now the the people who like developed Black and White Two, mm-hmm. who developed yeah. like the Sword and Shield DLC, mm-hmm. etc. Both
1: great. Both highlights of the franchise. Love that DLC. Love Black and White Two.
2: Yeah, they're mm-hmm. they seem to be getting more to do. Yeah, they're being put in charge of projects now. Um so I think that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Uh as a sub point to that, if Scarlet and Violet is what they're able to produce in a rush, I would posit that if they can f- if they have figured out this system, and if the next Nintendo system <laughs> uses an evolution of whatever the Switch is, uh which it might not be, but I we just don't hope know. it
1: comes with a DVD player.
2: <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> um <laughs> But, uh, you put those
1: DVDs to use.
2: <laughs> I, I would think that applying that efficiency, we could get something that's not a buggy mess on release yeah. like this. Yeah, they just needed to take time. They just had Arceus, they could yeah. have
1: taken time.
2: They just but- need time. Um, so going on from that, with Sword and Shield, it, it seemed as though, well, and it was the case that the DLC had separate developers. Yeah. As I have, as I, you know, despite pouring an ungodly amount of time in the Sword and Shield, by themselves they were incomplete games. Yeah. Like, they felt like stuff was missing. Yeah, There was a lot like... Well,
1: that's been a trend in Pokemon as of late.
2: Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. But but it was... With Sword and Shield, I thought it was especially prominent because it was like, we're in Britain, there should be a lot of stuff to take advantage of here, there should be a lot of lore to to mm-hmm. indulge in. Castles, knights, <laughs> etc. All of that goober stuff. And... You know, based on, like, the leaked assets and everything, there was lore cut. There was something with toxicity cut. There was extra mm-hmm. scenery cut. There was all these inaccessible roadblocks and and things in the distance that you can't see. And, mm-hmm. obviously, our friends in Kalos started that trend, mm-hmm. but it, it was like... Um,
1: That's when I should have known.
2: But... It, so, when the Sword and Shield DLC came out, it felt like, you know this was kind of like, it was good, but this was uh, an afterthought. This Mm -hmm. is like, there's the game, and then there's these two extra parts of the game here. Yeah. Now with this gen, it seems like the DLC has been anticipated from the get-go, and the plot line concerning uh, Big Stupid Crater Guy, and whatever is up, uh, uh, you know, France way, is being saved for something. Yeah.
1: So, they are. Well, how cool would it be? And I know I'm interrupting you. Mm-hmm. I know it's been said online. And I don't think it's going to happen. Kalos is referenced a lot in this gen. Yeah. How cool would it be if they pull gold and silver and this DLC is just here's Kalos. Have fun. Like, can you imagine the full 180 crazy I would do? Even though I hate, I despise X and Y, mm-hmm. <laughs> they are a-, a stick in my craw since the inception. Of X and Y. They they promised me France and they gave me Paris Texas. Yes,
2: yes. I would love that. I would sincerely love it. But it's not going it.
1: to happen. No, don't get your, I, don't no, get your I, hopes I, up I, there. No, don't even I dare know.
2: to dream. I, 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 just, I have a, a bad vibe that yeah. that section of the map... Because even though there's all those Kalos references there, like with the dragons and everything, like I have all a bad feeling... the babies
1: are dancing around.
2: That it's going to be like... That stretch of land will be like a reference to Kalos mm-hmm. things, and yeah. it, but you won't be able to go into the. We'll be going to Mallorca itself. or wherever. <laughs> uh, like the South Kalos thing. <laughs> that, to Calais. I've never, and this is a side note, but I have never understood why the internet theories have always been so insistent about that. Like. Yeah. I don't know. You're because the s- keeper of the keys. The, the south of France was in X and Y. It was that one yeah. stupid safari town mm-hmm. that the, 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 you take the train to. You're asking, like, I remember. But, I don't. But people have been on the internet, the, the, the Twitter people have always been like, oh, like, like south of France is not a separate country from France. <laughs> it's still France. It's like it's not... I don't know why you have... You have you ever been there? I, I don't know <laughs> what the basis for just having a south France would be. More um, baguette. <laughs> but but my assumption would, would instead be like a like an in between space that's yeah. that's uh, but if we got a full Kalos, in theory the Kalos map could lend itself to an open world because the roots were built on like that mm-hmm. you know, not still a grid, but the roller skates yeah. let you move around yeah. the thing. So it's not impossible. Give us roller skates. That'd but, be fun. You know, just do something yeah. with it. But you know, we got we got maybe Something up there to look forward to, and then whatever the the big wish granting mm-hmm. crystal thing in the crater is, yeah, because that's coming too. Yeah.
1: Give us more future and past Mon too. Yeah, What's well, I'm in? I'm
2: sure that that's that's well probably yeah because uh, if if because the gal or DLC did more regional forms, so it's not out of the realm uh, of possibility. I, I wish
1: we would have gotten those buddies earlier, too. I know it's like they were saving their surprises to the end, and mm-hmm. that made that area greater, but I really wanted to use them, yeah. like, on my team, and now I'm never going to pick up the game again.
2: Yes. <laughs> <So I'm... laughs> um, But things like that, like, at least there seems to be, you know, the, the we know that the game is going to expand now, and there seems to be a plan for that. Four, mm. um, for. Uh, Again, following on from another point, the characters are getting snarkier. Yeah. Like, the dialogue is getting a little more human. Yeah. Like, characters can, like, make fun of you, and Mm -hmm. you can insult them back and, like, snark and things like that. Like, okay,
1: that's, Give uh... us the privilege to play, like, the rival. Yeah. Yeah, Let us be a little bitch once in a while. (laughs) Throw some shade. And that's, uh, you know, I think a
2: positive sign. Um... But for me, the big thing with with Scarlet and Violet is just, I love the Mon designs. Yeah, I agree. This
1: is a very good gen. Um, I I like it more than Sword and Shield. I obviously like it more than Sun and Moon. That was fine. Like, Mm -hmm. I liked some things they were doing with Sun and Moon with uh, Lusamine and the Ultra Beast. Yeah. I like that. I'll leave that game alone. I didn't play Ultra Moon. I do not like X and Y aside from Mega Evolution. Mm -hmm. Only thing that thing gave me. And then Diantha, um, even though a lot of people consider her the bad champion, I liked her. I didn't like yeah. any other gym leader. I, you can't ask me to remember one gym leader from that region. Wolfric? I I don't know who that is. He's got the big jacket cape. I, it's okay. I don't know. And um, Fairymon? Yeah. 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 Give us a new mon. Give us a type.
2: You know. So it it, it it's. I, I take these all as positive signs. Yeah, of, and I of, agree. Like, momentum. Yeah, they're they're
1: positive. But, but that
2: that is the closest thing to a rebuttal that I have. Is it, uh, yeah,
1: I understand. I I may have gone too hard on your Pokemon franchise. No, I understand. I understand. Yeah, 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 I just had to express my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I will play if they remake Black and White, and if mm-hmm. they change my mind beforehand with like a DLC or something, I will play the next original game. Mm-hmm. But Dan, I'm warning you here. If they mess up Black and White in a remake Mm -hmm. in any way I'm done I'm out I'm gone
2: I'll dab the sweat (laughs) away from my (laughs) no more Pokemon for me
1: I know we'll be almost 40 by that point Yes. so we should have given a Pokemon long ago But this is my solemn promise, Dad. to be in the old folks' home yeah, when they yeah. remake uh, yeah, X and Y. Yeah. Dad'll be hitting me with his wheelchair and I'll be in my... in my.
2: You'll get mega Lucario. <laughs> oh, my garden boy's back. <laughs> <laughs> Go, goats, back in a dex again.
1: Oh, we better be in the same retirement
2: home. <laughs> I would assume we're like a Golden Girls setup. Yeah. Um, but that that is the closest thing to a rebuttal I have. Right. Otherwise, cooking up some art in the background. Yeah, I'm um, working on
1: your prompts. I'm doing one prompt a day, also like my, my New Year's resolution, is mm-hmm. to not leave Dan's prompts to the wayside. Mm-hmm. So I'm contributing little by little, but when we get to the prompts, I will have things for you. Of course.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is Sinister Sixth Day, and, what a and glorious- you're in charge today. Oh, so
1: What a glorious day it is, Dan. So Sinister Six, in case you don't know, Dan and I present six movies ranging from So Bad It's Good to Just Plain Awful and watch them with very minimal notes, commentary on the fly, ranges on taste or lack thereof, choice pulled at random from the bad movie bag by the other, no revealing picks until all are chosen, so genuine reactions choose and suffer. As you know, my tenants are still holding true. We've got Cheesy, Classy, and oh my gosh. Trashy. Mm-hmm. Cheesy, classy, trashy. And all three of these movies once again embody all three tenets that I have proposed. Okay. Now, within the bag, there are two choices that will murder you. <laughs> yes. There are two movies that are over two hours long, mm-hmm. thus starting slightly earlier
2: today. Yeah. I No, yeah. I woke up earlier. I got a yeah. bag of tacos yeah. uh, in prep yeah. for whatever the hell is going to happen today. So. And there's
1: one movie that's an hour and a half long, but it will still destroy you just the same. <laughs> okay. Um, I want you to go with your heart, go with your gut. I think this is the best my bad movie bag has been, according to my taste. Okay. Uh, there are three movies that I'm passionate about. Not necessarily entirely bad movies. Mm-hmm. Some have been critically lauded, some have been loved by fans, but at their heart, there's something off about them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, without further ado. <sighs> I'll channel you, the force. Yeah. And reach into the bad movie bag, Dan. What shall he pull? Give it a mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Reaching a finger in and grabbing a few and unraveling it. And what shall it be? Uh,
2: uh Elvis 2022. <laughs> oh. Dan Dan, You've been You've chosen poorly (laughs) You've been holding this axe above my my head before
1: It wasn't stacked I kind of hoped he didn't pick Elvis because it's the longest movie in here. And I just wanted to sleep. But yes, Dan, we are watching A Boz Lerman, our most recent pick in the pod ever. Yes. We're watching Boz Luhrmann's Elvis on 4K. Okay, okay. Yeah. I guess these other two that have been in here since the beginning are going to have to fester. If you could open up that DVD and hand me the note card within. I seem to have forgotten, Dan. But Elvis, it's not a bad movie. It's Boz Luhrmann. You've survived Australia. What could happen, Dan? You have been hyping this up.
2: Yeah. You, you messaged me in the, in the dead of night when you saw this and you were like, this changed my life.
1: It it literally did. There were so many choices because it'd been a while since a new Boss Lerman came out. And when Elvis came out, you knew I was there number one Mm -hmm. in the theater. And it is a very commercially successful film. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad film in some regards, but Elvis, twenty twenty two, directed by our fan favorite Baz Luhrmann, who mm-hmm. brought you "Raw, Ra, Get Those Big Bloody Bulls" and that cheeky metal ship. Yes, Australia, starring Austin Butler and Tom Hanks, to name our two stars. Uh, critical commercial success. It made two hundred and eighty six million worldwide with an eighty five million budget. Okay. So Baz's dreams truly came true with this. One. No, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. It was the second highest grossing music biopic behind um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. It is the fourth highest Australian film of all time grossing. Okay. Yeah.
2: Again, uh, common thing.
1: AFI has named it as one of the top films of 2022. Okay. So not not bad critically. It worked on it's been worked on since 2014, so it's been stewing on there. A few ch- uh, picks to play Elvis originally included Ansel Elgord or like I call him canceled Elgord. Really was the only stick in my craw about West Side Story, which was yeah. a cinematic masterpiece aside from him.
2: I don't think there's anyone left from Baby Driver who's mm-hmm. intact, so. That's
1: true. Uh, and Harry Styles, who we know can act based on Don't Worry don't Darling. Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. Is what, that? What a movie would that have been! <laughs>
2: Is that in the vet or is one of us... are we both gonna like No, do a, I, I a don't gift? have that But maybe. Like we'll pull a gift of the Magic <laughs> yeah, 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 and we we'll both bring yeah, I don't got worry, you. darling. Yeah, yeah I'll <laughs>
1: go I'll go run and get my bag. But Dan, I got you, don't worry, darling, too. Do your noodle dance. Uh, yeah. uh, they were also up for the role, but thankfully, Boz decided on Austin Butler, who is in the next Dune. He's really on a high uh, like a high streak since being a Neds declassified. School Survivor Guide. Oh my god, yeah, that's Yeah, he right. was Lionel, whatever Lionel, the rich kid on uh, Ned's Declassified. That's yes. where I know him from. Yes. And I said, I knew you. <laughs> I remember you. Oh my god, okay. Yeah. You okay. never know what a career in Hollywood, what turns will happen, Dan. Uh, Butler's vocals are used as young Elvis, and he does a very good job. There mm. is at times in this movie where you're not going to realize if it's the real Elvis singing or Austin Butler. Okay. It's a very good impersonation. As you know, based on internet lore, that he lived in the role.
2: Yeah, he had trouble switching... According to internet lore, he had trouble switching the accent off.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, this is the most mainstream and streamlined of Boz's films, despite being one of the longer ones. It mm-hmm. does do a good job of entertaining... And giving you, uh, I wouldn't say accurate info on Elvis, but presenting the story of Elvis from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. That's fine. It made me feel emotions. I felt for the character of Elvis. It was just everything around him. Okay. That I did not uh, have the strongest feelings for.
2: No, because that's, before you continue, that is the question on my mind. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's plaguing the listeners. Is why is this here? Yeah. Are, are, will, are, is, are you going to leave that to my imagination yeah, until I we want, watch it? I
1: want your genuine reactions because it is a memeable movie. Okay. It has the Jonathan Daniel relationship. Because you saw it. Yeah. You, you pleaded with me. Don't that, watch, don't watch uh, it without me. Because it's
2: either going to be Sinister Six or it's going to be a curated viewing yeah. alongside you yeah. to get the reaction. Mm-hmm. You sent me that entire... Anthology of TikToks where the t- the, two the two sisters yeah. were, like, recreating mm-hmm. the entire movie. And that's
1: the energy I want to bring to the podcast. Okay. It's it's like if we're having our Christmas special and we're harping on the movie. Yes. There's so many moments in this where it's like, this is Dan and I just mm-hmm. joking with one another, and it's a multi-million dollar movie. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's like, we could have done this, Dan, if we had a camera and the gumption.
2: So, is, is this a Sinister Six pick because... That cheesiness rises yes. above the uh, yes. sell-by yes. date, perhaps. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it, no. It's gonna it's mm-hmm. gonna stand the test of time because mm-hmm. I I love Boslerman. I mm-hmm. love his movies. I wouldn't keep suggesting them, but there's something about the overwhelming theatricality of Boslerman where someone gives him a camera and he just lets any idea fly. Mm-hmm. You don't know what to expect him could be good, could be bad, could change your life, mm-hmm. could give you nightmares. Mhm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh it's not a bad movie in my opinion. That's mm-hmm. my last note. I I've grown on it in the theaters. Matt was was hemming and hawing. <laughs> What's going on in this film? Mm-hmm. But me, I was along for the ride, and now you are as well. I'm interested.
2: Mm-hmm. Um because I don't have a bad history with with music biopics. Yeah. Um I thoroughly, I, I like kind of in- enjoyed Ray when it came yeah, out. Yeah, um, Sad movie,
0: yeah.
2: Obviously, you and I have both seen Selena
1: many times. Selena, <laughs> this bomb uh, bar was pulled off uh, by Selena's boss. So, we, Drag we, Race, they made a Selena reference. They said, I'll be the Orlando to your Selena, and it, yeah. really, it really sold.
2: We, we've yeah. we've both uh, yeah. we know that yeah. we, we know that lore. Uh, J-Lum. <laughs> no comment. Um. <laughs> It, and obviously, Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story, yeah. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I saw. Bohemian well, I'm thinking Rhapsody. of like
1: Lavion Rose for me, yeah.
2: <laughs> the Edith Piaf biopic. But you know, and I did enjoy Bohemian Rhapsody too. Yeah. That was also I did
1: not, I did not like Bohemian Rhapsody. It was a recommendation Next.
2: from my brother, mm. so now I kind of bring things full circle. But yeah. but again, this has been this has been
1: a long time coming. Yep. So shall we get to Cringe he is, Corner? The, he's yep. the king after yep. all. Yeah, he is the <laughs> uh, Cringe Corner. Uh, it's more Baz cocaine fueled and a breakneck spectacle than ever before. Mm-hmm. You thought that Australia was wild. You haven't seen Moulin Rouge, which is like that sweet spot for Boz. That's insanity. That film. Mm-hmm. That might that might jump in the pots. <laughs> I might have a Boz category going on. I
2: here. have been
1: say I've been saving mm-hmm. that yeah. for as you should. Uh, yeah,
2: so that you can provide your pop up video oh. Boz Luhrmann. Facts.
1: I <laughs> I could give a dissertation on that film. Uh, Tom Hanks. As Colonel Parker, the snowman, is mm-hmm. one of the most cringe roles I've ever seen Tom Hanks in. Mm-hmm. To think he was playing this and Geppetto at the same time—banner yeah, year. <laughs> but Dad, it's also like if I he he if Boz called me up and said you have one day.
2: He also he also showed up last year in the that Yellowstone prequel show.
1: Yeah, and now he's in that movie that he's angry at people. It's like Mister Mister Garson's. Bad day out or yeah, whatever. Get one with the cat.
2: Yeah, it's like you got to get this cat. I don't want you. I angry. said Tom,
1: like, what are you doing? I, I don't know. I don't. I Has don't know. Chet driven him to insanity? Chet, H-
2: well, Chet Hanks is busy voicing well, all of his parts and yeah, other things. On Z way, and then
1: <laughs> and Tom Hanks is like, don't, don't blame the nepotism babies. And I said, you're raising one of the worst. <laughs> what do you mean, Tom? Oh
2: no, Chet Hanks is his son. I was mm. thinking of his brother who no. voices all the Tom Hanks parts yeah. that yeah. he doesn't yeah. want to. Yeah, what like you- in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, some line readings including he's white <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I am your new mommy now mm-hmm. will truly change your life Dan I texted you mid movie while I was watching in the theater I went Dan Tom Hanks just turned to Austin Butler in a closet and said don't worry I am your new mommy <laughs> it's
2: I don't know it's one of those it's, it's, it's just one of those like string of fate things yeah. you, you texted me while you were watching this this movie mm-hmm. And this movie, I know, has a part where he's, like, reading a Shazam comic. Yeah. The last time I oh, texted you during a movie was when I was telling you that I wanted to die during Black Adam. <laughs> there so we go. we're connected, we're yeah. bound yeah, by, by fate, by fate yeah. in some way. It's just like a mirror. Yeah. I, I, I can't help
1: it. It's a literal fever dream, mm-hmm. as I've mentioned many times. And then we get into the whole Elvis white savior thing. That's a main proponent of this movie, is that Elvis saved music. I did get that vibe in trailers. Elvis didn't steal anything. He was given the gift of God of music, Dan. And it's never really mentioned, but it's always bubbling beneath the surface. Yes. I've talked to some boomers about this and they're like, no, Elvis was great. But I go, really, though? Like, you need to think about it. He did steal a lot of music from people that were not white. Yes. And that doesn't get a single mention in this film. Elvis is basically a Christ figure.
2: Okay, then we're gonna we're gonna have to unpack that. too uh, yeah. similar to Australia, we're gonna have to unpack that. Yep. I because it, it's just like one of those things where you feel like any Elvis movie that does go into the reality of that is now going to be overshadowed by this. Yep. Like this is going yep. to be this is the big one. Like the palate, cl- this is going to be the cigarette on the palate mm-hmm. of Elvis. The smoked
1: stuff ham after sex
2: for uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, for for ages to come i would assume yeah. so i yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, the last cringe corner uh fact is you better not upset me because boz said there's a four-hour cut coming
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah and in the six-hour australia whatever the... well, we'll be watching that every minute then We'll be drove in the drove. I don't cool. care if it takes six weeks. A full ten-hour day of just... No, 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 not the same day. I'll give it to you a week. I'll have you suffer for a month. Of an IV bag and shit. <laughs> just... <laughs> but you don't... Don't test me, Dan. Of course. You don't know the limits of your suffering. Of course. Well, with that, Dan, any initial thoughts before we go into Elvis? What do you expect? Will it be bad? Will it be good? Will your mind be changed after the viewing? Um, This has been a long time coming, so... I don't know, I'm just excited to finally see it.
2: Mm. Cuz again, you you sent me all of those scene recreations, so in some way you I know what happens. In I, film. I, I I have seen uh uh you know, I have seen the film through a different lens once already, but mm-hmm. now I'm going to to finally experience whatever whatever the fuck this Elvis story re- okay. really was. Yeah. Um you know, I don't know, and it was it was that sweet spot where like TikTok was trying to ruin scenes for me, but they they didn't. Good, they didn't. I, I I'm glad. I don't know the what the progression of aside from Elvis's life, I don't know. I don't know the key plot points. Mm-hmm. So,
1: are you an Elvis fan? I am. After this movie, I I downloaded his whole little concert thing that he did and like his comeback, and I've been obsessed. I've been playing it religiously.
2: I feel like. This is gonna make this is gonna upset people. Mm-hmm. My relationship with music, as I've said to you on this part, like on the spot, like has always been complicated. Yeah. I I have always listened to whatever oh, that's sounds good. gonna suck good. for
1: all the picks in the bag.
2: <laughs> whatever whatever <laughs> sounds good to my to, to my ear, yeah. and I have not like I, I am not a music connoisseur mm. by any stretch mm-hmm. of the word. My my biggest exposure to Elvis and Elvis lore was probably Jesse on Full House. Wow. So... Not uh, even Lilo
1: and Stitch? No. Oh.
2: Yeah. Huh. I'm not... Not the, even Blue Christmas? I'm not the one to go to for oh, wow. for, for this... in Edamon. Yeah. But... Uh, oh, you, yeah. Yeah, you went Digimon. You yeah. knew who Elvis was. Well, of course I know who, El- yeah. knows who Elvis is. I'm just yeah. saying. Like, I never... I didn't sit down... And listen to his If, what discography, your, if yeah. your standard is, like, doing, like, a, a Taylor Swift sit-down with, like, mm. headphones and I got the record player in yeah. a, a mug of cocoa, yeah. I've never done that. You should. I probably... It you probably should. should. Change I probably life. should, but uh, I have not done that. Mm. Uh, but, no, I know, I know a lot about Elvis, but mm-hmm. I don't... Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can't say that I've been transformed... Yeah. by him just yet
1: All right, well, <laughs> I'll be sitting and wait to look for that transformation shall we get into it i I, I think
2: we gotta well, Dan, is, is he in the building
1: Elvis is in the building and if you're looking for trouble you've come to the right place Live If I can dream of a better Dan where we can podcast hand in hand, tell me why. Oh, why?
2: What a gilded cage we live in, isn't Uh, it? (laughs) Oh,
1: Dan, we just finished Boslerman's Epic of Elvis, and what did you think?
2: Uh. You're not going to be happy with me. <laughs> no, I'm fine. This yeah, is a bad movie. I don't know if you're going to be pleased. No. I I didn't like it, sir. I'm I'm I'm, glad. I'm I'm very sorry. I I
1: No, that's fine.
2: Okay, but I need to I need to I need to paraphrase a few things. Yeah. I got I got to I got to cuz I I feel like I established some incorrect lore going mm-hmm. into this. It is not that I am unaware <laughs> of the life of Elvis. I have, I have researched the lives of many great artists mm-hmm. in my time. You just haven't heard the music. I just haven't sat down and done like a you know let it wash over me kind of uh, you know listen to his music. Um, that being said, I am also my again my dynamic with music I use it to relax use it to, to kind of get pumped up um but I feel like going into this movie uh, seeing it completely fresh um, with untainted eyes maybe, I would be sitting there indifferently, and you would perhaps be the the one in the old married couple who was moved to tears by it. Uh, that's the vibe that I that I got. Mm-hmm. I was not I was not moved by this movie. All right? Yeah. That All right. that was the. Um, I mean, I f- I would assume that we can go into it yeah, as we go as,
1: as the plot summary goes. You know, stay. What uh, stood out to you? My
2: problem with it. Mm -hmm. Um, what kept me from, from, like,
1: feeling the feels I was
2: supposed to feel- I'm glad,
1: it's a Sinister Six that Dad felt was Sinister.
2: Um, is that- Now, obviously, when you're doing a a biopic, and it's, like, an artist who was gone too soon, many of them, many of them who achieved greatness went out in, in, in less than glorious ways- It is just a sad reality, so you have to you portray that fact in these movies. It Mm -hmm. is obviously like things like Walk Hard parodied it. Other movies have parodied it, like You Rise to Stardom Mm -hmm. from nowhere, and then the spiral of of drug abuse, etc., and then they they die, and and you know that's coming. There's no, there's no. You can't get around that covering someone's life, but it's like Elvis feels like a prop. Like the move, like the plot of the movie feels like Tom Hanks, the Snowman, mm-hmm. narrowly getting away with a con yeah. and a snow job. Like he's like he's pulling off a bank heist, and Elvis is the the tool that he's using to pull it off. And the only tension in the movie is like. Is the prop going to break, and then he's going to to have to, uh, you know, is he going to get called on his scheme? And with that vibe, when you reach the end of this movie and Elvis is, is you know, going to die, I wasn't feeling much. I, I wasn't, I, it felt like I hadn't spent any
1: time with him. It yeah, felt like I it had, felt more like Tom Hanks' movie. Yes. Yeah. That's one of my main sticking points in this film, too. I'm glad you noticed. And feel free to chime. This isn't a movie that you were meant to enjoy. Yeah. I, yeah. It's a yeah. Sinister Six for a reason. I'm glad this one is the finally the one that got you. I would say, though,
2: similar to Australia, you don't disappoint in bringing <laughs> things that are going to take a lot to unpack. Yeah.
1: Because there's a lot to unpack here. Mm-hmm. And I love those episodes, those nice long episodes where you comment on things that should be unpacked. So, yeah,
2: I mean, we'll we'll get into it, but I, I don't know. It was just, it, again, it, it just felt like the Tom Hanks movie. That yeah. Like, that's what it, just sadly, it felt yeah. like the Tom Hanks After
1: movie. After a few rewatches, though, like, I really noticed that Austin Butler is, you know, he's performing. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, he's he good. He does he's a great job as Elvis. Very good, yeah.
2: I wanted to spend more time with him. Mm. That's that's the that's the thing. And I, okay, maybe that's the point. Yeah. But you know, I I I just there were a lot of like weird old Southern guys living in the '60s mm-hmm. who you could make a movie about if you want to put like Tom Hanks in a fat suit. And have him ham it up while the glitz and glamour of the fifties/sixties are whizzing by in the past. Like, I feel like Boz Lerman could do that with anything, like a politician, Mm -hmm. uh, like a a music producer, you know, who is not adjacent to L. Like any number of of like (laughs) larger than life scumbags, you could make a movie about. Mm but the framing device for this one is Elvis. Yeah. Which is which is weird. It's strange. It, it's taking me a lot to process. Mm. Is what I'm trying to say. All I'm right. I'm trying to I'm trying to the gears are turning and I'm trying to piece it together here
1: mm-hmm. so. Well, with that, let's get into our plot synopsis. It's a long one it's a long movie. So bear with us, audience. So with another 3-hour boss epic laid out before us, at least these titles are stylish. Mhm. Got some good uh, Moulin Rouge glamour going on here, in Baz mm-hmm. Uh The titles are, like, studded with uh, jewels and bric-a-brac. Yes. Yep. Uh, the cocaine is strong. Suspicious Minds and Baz's logo on everything. The Snowman is coming prelude. So we get introduced, not with Elvis in this film, but through uh, Tom Parker, mm-hmm. the Snowman, played by... Tom Hanks. Colonel Tom Parker. Yep, Colonel Tom Parker, who was Elvis' manager. Mm-hmm. And he's going through the Christmas cards, he's going through the snow globes, he has a whole snow theme, and he passes out on the carpet. Mm-hmm. And it's immediately rushed to the hospital. Uh, we see, like, flashes of Vegas around him at the same point. And it's crazy.
2: Yeah, and that's the framing device, is like, who am I, you're asking? Well. You probably know me, because I... And then it's... it's I played Japan like, I, 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 y- Yeah, so... He's... He's in trouble. But <laughs> we're gonna flashback to how we got here.
1: So. And then I put down, Dan, pay very close attention to the snow slash snowman in- imagery. There's a lot in this film. And, like, snow melting, snow jobs. Snow jobs, <laughs> The yeah. likes of that. Uh, the Jonathan slash Colonel Dan character, and the Dan Elvis... <laughs> relationship yeah is very strong in this film we and i i said to dan like it would be a perfect film if the first part i'm colonel parker mm-hmm. and you're elvis yes. and then for the second part you're colonel parker we and switch I'm elvis. yeah the critics wouldn't know what
2: to fucking I, do with it i
1: think that would really wow them
2: <laughs> it, it, it would people wouldn't know what to do
1: yeah
2: it, 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 well but also for the first half and then vice versa for the second half it's you know I'm Elvis you're everyone else yeah. and then we then we switch yeah. that so that's that's how it has to be we yeah. got it this has to be like a very COVID green screen production
1: mm-hmm. uh, very Amadeus. uh you make me out to be the villain and we get a lot of Vegas imagery where Elvis's career basically ended uh, we get spinning pa- papers and roulette wheels galore it's like Tom Hanks is walking through like a roulette mm-hmm. parlor yeah he's like i'm taking it's it. a Amber. lot
2: metaphorically yeah. literally yeah he's yeah is he is he walking to the afterlife i don't know maybe
1: yeah um but the colonel did whatever he pleased to keep the show going uh prodding uppers and downers on elvis that's where we begin it's like that elvis passes out and he's like get that boy on stage no matter how much you have to do
2: yeah that's all that matters is getting him up on stage yeah
1: Uh, I said, remember this Vegas scene. We will catch up with it much, much, much later in the film. Mm -hmm. And to which Dan did. Um, At that point, the colonel insists that uh, we are in 1974 for a brief moment. And he says, like, I didn't kill him. It was you that did that. Yes. So we get, like, the Shakespearean accusal of the audience. You may call me the villain, but in fact, you two are the villain because Mm -hmm. you loved him too much. Mm -hmm. That's a lot yeah um at that point uh it fades into slot machines the showman versus the snowman as an orphan the colonel fled his country to the carnival to learn the snow job Yes, Care which to is you explain a snow job. There? The snow job, uh, I got you on air doing I, it. I feel
2: like Grant is uh, Grant is much better at doing the like 1930s yeah. New York uh scheme the snow job or a job. But you. I'm going to try. A snow job is when you pull off a, a the razzle dazzle <laughs> and people are, are making it rain around you. You're you're waking in the the cash and then bing-zang zoom you get out of town before anyone knows what happened. Mm-hmm. That's a snow job yeah. uh you know so that's what he does like i guess yeah
1: i don't i don't know <laughs> yeah. and colonel uh parker is looking for the important job this is just uh he's moved into country music and is leading hank snow and jimmy rogers snow not that important we don't really need to know them but they got Elvis his start he was kind of like a, a tag-along addition to their set and they're
2: well because isn't the hank snow guy like uh he's like the old music. Yeah. And then he gets replaced by Elvis mm-hmm. pretty much like yeah. he's at first we can see that he's like worried that, Oh, this upstart is coming in and like taking the spotlight away. But then it's like, yeah, it's old music getting replaced by the new. So, yeah.
1: uh, this is just AHS freak sh- freak show for a while. And we get a new boy singer is talking to the kids by taking the kids by storm with a black sound. But wait a minute, Dan, he's fight. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of that line reading? The first of many.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's another suitcase we gotta open up. Alright. You think... If you watch like an hour of this movie, you think it's going to address the racial stuff. Mm-hmm. It does not. No. Um, despite opening on that, like opening on the hypocrisy of like, oh, we... You know, it seems like the teens are going wild for black music, we just need a white guy to sing it to make it marketable. And you like, okay, there's a theme, maybe maybe something else will happen in the movie that'll like, you know, that'll come full circle. And yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 we don't worry about that in no. this movie. And that's very
1: weird (laughs) it is weird
2: it's 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 very
1: weird i'm glad you felt the same weirdness i did yeah because there are still
2: people to this day who because i've seen it in like youtube political stuff (laughs) who insist that that elvis didn't owe anything Mm. to black music and Mm -hmm. and that like they get really really angry when you point out the the origins of like rock music in in black music mm-hmm. and it's it's like this was a the perfect opportunity to just just like shine a little bit of a spotlight onto it mm-hmm. but nothing happens <sighs> no and the more i think about it, like like trying to work out this puzzle box it's like uh, what what would this movie have even done like like i I don't even know because it would have had it would have had to have done that then still resolve the Tom Hanks nonsense and then still spiral into the drug fueled Vegas mm-hmm. so i don't I don't know if it was an appropriate venue, but at the very least this stretch of the movie like Act one should have been dedicated to that, yeah at the very
1: least yeah no i I agree with that sentiment right there. Uh, we get Texarkana all shook up. The Colonel sets out to find his boy. Uh, his, uh, he's white child. Uh, <laughs> we see the cardboard cut out of the country crowds. Elvis Presley and the Blue Moon boys. Elvis is a nervous wreck and spurned on by his close religious family. Uh, the Colonel spies on their, uh, a- 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 not Evangelion, uh, evangelistic oh that's yeah word. uh jesse were, you, moment. were you about to confuse uh I was, I evangelism for oh evangelion it's the same word, anime man. on the brain anyways uh so elvis's twin brother died in childbirth and like his family's like look towards the moon jesse is looking down on us that's the whole moment and it's it's boz lerman so like every second is a cut so i'm like dan's gonna lose himself in this intro <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's a lot of cuts. It is. It's, 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 it's like 70 cuts. Yeah. Uh, it's more cuts than Liam Neeson needed to get over that fence. <laughs> so, Yikes. it, it, it was, uh, I, uh, yeah, but I, I, I was still on the ride at this and point. And still, so. Moulin Rouge is
1: gonna be worse than this,
2: so prepare yourself. And the, the plot relevance is that, like, the colonel spies on them doing this, and then later on, he uses the twin brothers' story as mm-hmm. like leverage to to pull at their heartstrings. Yeah. Like your son's got the strength of two men. That's yeah. <laughs> like, and and that's enough to convince Mama to <laughs> Mama to sign the contract.
1: Yeah. Uh, Elvis's twin brothers' death framed as a comic book, specifically Captain Marvel Jr., which Dan can elaborate on, I suppose.
2: Uh, well, Captain Marvel was. Uh, in print at that time, that's what Shazam used to be known as. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it it was one of those things where um, there was a whole series of confusing legal things that led up to the modern day, where he has to be called Shazam. But it's Captain Marvel. It's the the kid who's granted the powers from a wizard, yeah. and he, with a flash of lightning, he becomes you know the big tall. Uh, Jojo-looking uh, superhero.
1: And thus explaining why Elvis wears a lightning bolt in yes. his youth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why yeah.
2: You, and he references the Rock of Eternity, which yeah, is well, like the, the secret hideout that Shazam uses. Yeah. Which Elvis
1: uh, actually did. He was a big comic book fan. Yes. Does that make you like him more? Okay. <laughs> <It, laughs> uh, 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 uh.
2: Hmm. what does it what does it make me do jonathan i don't know dan it makes me want to plot your downfall perhaps oh, that's, well. that's what it that's what it that's did what this si- sinister six uh, break you that's what this
1: movie makes yeah. me
2: want to do yeah. uh but we'll I'm get into I that actually did it for <laughs> we'll once. get into that at some point so. did you not
1: win this episode dan did you not I, feel good I, I
2: i did not uh,
1: wow <laughs> i did it yay <laughs> After all I've, oh, 19 episodes I finally got Dan uh, aside from Popeye <laughs> our first episode um
2: but no the imagery does make sense yeah. because, especially for him because if his favorite superhero is if that's what they're framing it as was Shazam then I'll, he's an ordinary boy who suddenly yeah. with like a flash of lightning becomes like a god mm-hmm. so it's literal it's I'm sure that's
1: the intention. So it's just like Elvis. Uh, Elvis's daddy left him, and the family moved into a black neighborhood. Uh, there, Elvis spied on real blues singers, learned, and totally didn't steal anything. Mm, mm. Yeah, he went to a revival. He like freaks out, and the preacher is like, "No, don't bother him. He's with the spirit right now." <laughs> And later on in the movie, yeah. much later
2: on, mm-hmm. there are points where that like it's shown like one to one what, you know, like black musician he was copying from, but mm-hmm. it's treated as like a triumphant thing. Yeah. It's framed not as like a like a like a comedy
1: Sister Laura Tharp, yeah. like, yep. like yep. mirroring it's mm-hmm. it's
2: portrayed as like oh, he's bringing their music to, to like no, he, he stole the music yeah. and Now he's playing it, so that's like, but it's in the movie, it's framed as like nobody would have heard it otherwise.
1: No? Mm, Why? (laughs) I don't know, Dan. Uh, Elvis's superpower was music. Elvis also stumbles into a neighborhood, literally next door revival, and becomes full of the power of God. He's with the spirit. Literally hit cringe <laughs> like it, it it just made me cringe in the theater when they were doing that. I was like, Boz, why this doesn't?" Well, you you pointed out the white savior thing
2: in the in well. The, that's yeah.
1: very obvious, Dan. I don't think it should have taken just me to point that out.
2: No, but you said like go like ahead of like in the opening, you said that that was gonna happen, yeah. and that I mean, if that was one of the first hip offs, and it's like like no, l- l- go let Elvis dance. Mm-hmm. He's He's the chosen one here, so it's... eh. Uh,
1: So black music isn't selling, so Sun Records is looking for black sound from a white boy. Uh, Elvis appears shy and nervous as he prepares to sing, even getting heckled for his hairstyle and flashy pink suits uh, slash makeup. However, when he sings, a sex riot begins. And this is a good scene. It's like, they're all like, all the ladies are losing themselves in this. It's like the original Glee Season 1 Britney Spears sex riot. It's what I said. Uh, Yeah, they had the ladies, the
2: ladies, the ladies lost control of themselves. Just, you know, and then Snowman's wandering around the, like, oh my, my." (laughs) these girls are feeling something that, <laughs> like, they, 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 they don't can know whether to go f- downstairs, downstairs. Like yeah. it's like a. Uh. <laughs> but yeah the, yeah, the you know that that demonic rock music is taken over. <laughs> yeah, and the
1: colonel comments in that moment. I watched that skinny boy turn into a superhero. Yes, his superpower is sex. Apparently, gyrating those hips, and yeah, sending those uh you know sequestered fifties women into sex crazes.
2: Yeah, and and again, it was like a. They did the exact scene in, in Walk Hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you know the
1: reference, Dan. Uh, yeah, I know. It's not nobody's fool. Well, Dan is nobody's fool, oh. I guess. Yeah. Uh, they want to see you wiggle, boy. <laughs> Go can... out there and wiggle some more. Yeah. Mm. Uh, hurt him, looks like... They oh, no. The, oh, yeah.
2: Elvis's mom is there, and oh, she's yeah, like, yeah.
1: those ladies are going
2: to tear him apart. Mm-hmm. And then the dad is like... It looks like they want to do something else. Yeah, they want to
1: blank him, and the scene cuts off. Yeah. And Dan said, they can't say fuck?
2: Well, I was, because they say worse things later on, but I was just like, you know... But I get it. It was for comedy. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, I don't know nothing about no music, Dan. But no. those girls were feeling some forbidden feelings. Yeah. I looked at one in particular, and she looked like she was on the verge of doing something she didn't want. And I love how um, Tom Hanks is doing a Tanta Kringle accent this whole film. Yeah. 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 He, he, he really is. <laughs> uh, but Gladys worries about her boy. And then off to Memphis and Beale Street. Elvis overhears Big Mama Thornton singing "Hound Dog" from an over an upper head window. He's like, "Oh, I like that song. I totally won't steal it in future."
2: Mm-hmm. We gotta go. We gotta go back to the previous scene real quick. Yeah. Is watching this movie again, going in blind, watching this movie. You assume that that like, as the the Jonathan manager character. Mm-hmm. He's going to see those gals freaking out, he's going to see dollar signs, and he's going to be like, we're going to do anything we can to get those girls to go wild. But he's actually, like, the controlling, like, conservative influence Mm -hmm. for the rest of the movie. Like, he, and again, it's because he's, like, pulling off a con, and he doesn't want too much, like, legal attention drawn to him. Which Elvis's gyrating is going to bring to him. So it's. I mean, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that it's just an interesting. Compared to how these movies usually go, it's like where the manager is just like I'm gonna do whatever to make money. It's, it's like in some like weird way, he is a controlling parent. Mm. But just. I mean, obviously, greed is his dominant vice, but I, I don't know. It's it's a weird dynamic. It's mm. not the dynamic that you expect going into it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Elvis is mocked for dressing strange, being a mama's boy, and hanging out on Beale Street. Thanks, Doja Cat, for your dog. That, that was a, a song of the summer, Dan, mm-hmm. since Elvis premiered, just so you know. Player, I get it. Uh, Elvis sees B.B. King. B.B. King. <laughs> it's like, why not? We see Burger King. <laughs> uh, uh-
2: what well, that? that I, I I I again. But all all I could think was was like the stuff from Walk Like, hi, I'm I'm famous musician B.B. King. How are you doing today? Elvis? Is that in like, Walk Hard? It, They do that a lot in Walk Hard. They oh. do like, hey there. I'm like, hey, like, oh, how are you doing, Frankie Valley at 25? Mm. Like like that. They do that like every time they introduce. There's a famous scene with the, when they do the thing with the Beatles and they're like, yes, we the Beatles. <laughs> you know, wanted to, to mm. consider doing a show with you, and what I'm saying is everyone should watch Walk Hard.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe don't watch this movie, but mm. watch Walk Hard. Yeah. Uh, he was running from the day he was born. Elvis has his record at the radio. Uh, Elvis loves family, especially his mama. I'll buy you a pink Cadillac, mama. I saw something beyond in those girls' eyes. So we got like the, the Dan Ryan, John Wakowski Oscar nominated scene. Yes. Where you're like coming to me in the mirror. And I'm like, oh, Dan, <laughs> you really have done too much. Don't forget the Lord <laughs> Savior, Dan. And Dan's like, I won't, mama. I'm going to buy you a pink Cadillac. <laughs> but you won't do that. Don't forget the Lord, Dan. <laughs> That's what we would have wished. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then I saw something beyond in those girls' eyes. Elvis's, pro- Elvis promises to stay true to his family and his journey begins. And we get Colonel Tom Parker going, one a <laughs> yeah, <"Wanna it's-> bit. Yeah. One a bit.
2: And, and it's like, he's,
1: like he's in like roulette hell at this point. Yeah, it's he's like he's in between life and death, and just like spinning the wheel, telling
2: the audience like I know what's going on. It's just CGI like Tom Hanks in a big CGI One Piece casino, filled gold yeah. casino. Like <laughs> wanna bet? <laughs> wanna weed? Gonna win? Gonna ween? Yeah, yeah it, it, it's and it that like that's the cut.
1: So. Uh, Elvis is touring second bill to Hank Snow Hank Snow doesn't like how Elvis makes the audience's sex crazed. no gyrations please uh, people throwing their intimates on stage yeah. so I mean like this part of the movie's good it's like they're they're freaking out they're throwing their panties on stage it feels like an Elvis concert and Dan's like oh that couldn't have actually happened he was snickering through it but no I knew that it happened
2: yeah. I, I w- no no I if any yeah he was one of the 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 prototypal examples of that happening what i was laughing at was like just because we're in the success montage but the success montage does not last as long as it doesn't feel like there's a peak Mm. is what i'm saying Yeah, it feels like there's a lot of small run-ups to like a
1: a different surface but there's not like a peak i don't know i feel like the peak is the christmas special and then it, it goes down from there that's what i feel I, I could I could give you that. Yeah. I could give you that
2: but it feels like it goes from that very quickly downhill. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no,
1: but no, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elvis gets his first taste of fame with some groupie, uh, Florida on the Daytona Carnival. His band makes him give him his first taste of drugs and I said, Hey Dan, wanna try a Tylenol? <laughs> and that got Dan good. <laughs> It'll change he your life, Dan. It did. Here's an Advil cold and sinus. Oh, my sinuses have never been <laughs> My open. God. Uh, Hank wants to get rid of Elvis. Uh, the colonel seems an obvious opportunity. He follows Elvis through the carnival, telling him about his upbringing as a showman in these traveling shows. So we get, like, AHS carnival, which is like he's tapping the carnies on their shoulder going, like, we don't want to be heard around here.
2: Yeah, and you and I, we thought about... Um our insane clown posse movie yeah and how we would portray the dark carnival Mm -hmm. but yeah it it is interesting like the snowman's walking around he's he knows the ins and the outs because he's a carnival trickster and he's like he knows how to like exit the fun house by like hitting the wall
1: okay this is all right it's ahs carnival i know ryan murphy somewhere is like tearing a napkin in half going like why why didn't i think of this
2: yeah, I know. I saw what you meant in that part, especially with like all the framing, like where the camera is above like the funhouse roof with mm-hmm. the glass, mm-hmm. like the geometric seal. I'm yeah. like, yeah, Ryan Murphy would, yeah, you would yeah. like that, but,
1: yeah. but alas. <laughs>
2: mm. He was beaten to it
1: uh but colonel parker tells him about the upbringing as a showman and the traveling shows we get the hall of mirrors get it dan they're looking at themselves it's like very me and you meeting like oh i didn't see you there come this way you look lost yeah <laughs> lost my boy can we stop calling it a snow job at this point lost like a i perfected margarita. the snow job <laughs> dan going oh what's that powers up ice type moves, I believe. Oh my gosh, these traveling shows—um—all showmen or snowmen, Dan. Hmm, that's the motto. <laughs> uh, I can give you fame and fortune. Elvis wants it all too. Mutual respect for one another. I need you to be—I need to be your exclusive rep. So he like bamboozles the Ferris wheel attendants to bring them at the top where no one can overhear them. He's like, "I'm gonna overthrow our other act and choose you as the main act." Well,
2: they're yeah, they're gonna flat out abandon the other act like they're gonna like leave the the traveling like mm-hmm. carnival and just flat out like uh, you know
1: he will solely be his manager. Yeah, so Hank wants me to fire you, but we can fire him instead. Then we can be on RCA, the record Labor. However, the world needs to hear you sing, Elvis. The Colonel sneakily wins over the Presley family by making Vernon Presley the business manager. And uh, we've both seen Selena. Mm-hmm. We know do not make your dad the manager. No, it's not a good idea. No, it's not. Uh, as Selena taught us, never let your family manage you. I've always wanted to fly. Honestly, this whole convo is just one of our intros, Dan. It really is. Yeah. How many...
2: Uh, what, what would it be? How many Amiibos would it take you? How know? many Amiibos are you going to buy? Two? Yeah. Ten? A million? All the Amiibo in the world. Yeah. yeah. It's... That's... I... That's the, that's the happy place I had to go to.
1: Uh. <laughs> Uh, Elvis records Heartbreak Hotel gyrating in the RCA recording studio. He buys the family estate of Graceland, achieving instant national fame in music and film. The Colonel champions merchandising, and he has some pretty good ideas. He's selling, like, some I love Elvis merchandise, and then I hate Elvis merchandise. Because that way, even if they don't like you, you're profiting from them. Yeah, so so, I hate anime. was not a mistake. I think that'll be our seller's day. But that's the best seller. (laughs) (laughs) However, along with all the love merchandise, we all can get the hate-branded merchandise. Uh, pretty clever. 1956, Elvis shops with B.B. King. B.B. King. Yes. <laughs> Who we saw through a window at one point, and Elvis said, B.B. King. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elvis wants to perform Hound Dog versus the network's wishes. The conservatives take notice of fun and immediately want to end Elvis. Uh, a white boy with black hips, he's dubbed.
2: Well, yeah, that's the. Because I think they're. I guess they're on the stretch of the tour where they're going through, uh, you know, the South in the. In the 50s. Mm-hmm. And. We. we and, and I know, ladies. Like, I. I, I want <laughs> to emphasize. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I want to emphasize to our listeners that I. I understand the. Like. It, just. <laughs> oh my God! I'm I'm, I'm struggling to find another, my words I'm struggling to find my Have another peanut butter it's, and banana sandwich. It's like these people in real life were like doing evil shit, but it's like whenever a, a movie in the 1950s cuts to these scenes of like politicians, yeah. I.
1: Jonathan got down on his knees. The the, the, the goofiness
2: is just like, I, I, you know, and that's that's probably how they should be remembered, is just, you laugh at them. But, yeah. you know, the, the, the ones doing the segregation shit and all that, mm-hmm. you laugh at them. That's yeah. how they're best remembered, yeah. I think. But every time it cuts to, like, the, the political footage of, of like we want anime was not a mistake stricken from the airwaves yeah. and I'm going to pass a resolution to get yeah. those boys kicked off. Yeah. Like, and it's, I mother. wish. I, I, can't serious. <laughs> I can't take this seriously. I
1: can't take this <laughs> seriously. I can't do it anymore. Uh, but the Colonel bears the brunt of accusations from Mississippi Senator Jim Eastland. You need to listen, Elvis, perform in a tail suit, singing with a dog, the RCA dog. Elvis doesn't want to do that. And I said, Elvis could have did, like, one classy performance.
2: Well, yeah, but the snowman was building it as the new Elvis. No, he was, like, he was yeah. like, new coking people, where it was going to be, like, Elvis is now a straight-laced, all-American boy. Yeah, That was, I think, the... That was the fear, I think amongst the public and like his fans that was like oh this Elvis is stuffy now yeah so
1: uh Elvis is embarrassed and he doesn't want to do that uh he the fans want the old Elvis back it's been 40 minutes uh Elvis mopes at Graceland and Gladys screeches while drinking so like we get the whole "Dan, what are you doing mom stop drinking that cooking <laughs> cherry. Yeah, and the lord gave you that gift and I don't know what I'm gonna do with it dad <laughs> don't you back sass mom drinking I need it uh, and she isn't worried about the money she worries about elvis you're lying about yourself booby
2: yep yeah, yeah she calls him booby
1: yeah your voice and dance is god's given uh, elvis needs to detox so he motors off to beale street oh my god is that elvis so like as soon as elvis goes to beale street everyone's like oh my god oh wow yeah elvis wow very popular Like, what are we doing here? Uh, B.B. King is there. And then we meet Rosetta Tharp and Little Richard of all sorts singing in, like, the club above the street. And Elvis is like, gee, I wish I could steal, I mean, sing that song yeah and if you're wondering
2: if rosetta will come back in the movie she does as a ghost in the last 10 minutes and that's it so Mm -hmm.
1: yeah uh elvis is seeking advice singing with rosetta getting his groove back you need your own label if i sway my hips i might be put in jail there has got to be another reason jim eastland is still following elvis and can't find a real record of the colonel's uh, past so like we get this whole interview with the colonel where it's like you weren't even from europe at this point there was no jonathan gwagowski (laughs) Oh, oh my god you didn't even host anime it was not a mistake you didn't
2: co-star in pretty woman <laughs> you're uh, a liar uh, no i was uh, uh julia
1: roberts i don't even know um <laughs> at this point we're shutting you down <laughs> yeah uh, uh so Elvis is still deciding at one of the segregated concerts don't even wiggle a finger is what he's been proposed and that's some actual history it said like don't even wiggle a finger yes but he said like you ain't nothing but a hound dog with his like little finger yes. and that got people very upset so i was like all right this is a cool part of the movie Mm -hmm. in the Elvis history of things. Um, Elvis tells the crowd he's sick of the new Elvis, and he wiggles his pinky finger, mocking James Eastland, who's giving a speech at the same time that he's giving his concert in the stadium. Yeah,
2: like a a segregationist rally is happening, like, three miles Yeah, Uh,
1: You gotta listen to yourself. He sings Trouble, and everyone freaks out. Cops beating up black fans who are trying to, like, integrate at that time. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, it's powerful. It's got some moments in it. I'm not gonna give it, like, a... The extremely negative rating I wish they did more I wish Boz did more to champion that but
2: yeah I no I mean I don't there's just so much going on yeah and I understand well, that's, it's a, that's a, a Boz Lerman, Lerman film <laughs> but I there's just it, it. it's I don't know but I will fully admit that there's moments that are good in there like when they can hear the echo from the guy giving the segregation speech like because it's I would assume it was planned that way on purpose that he was going to like his the stuff he was saying over his loudspeaker would be heard even by the concert yeah. goers, and then you could contrast that with it getting drowned out by Elvis's music, and that happens, but only for like like five minutes. Mm. I, I don't know. I just I felt like it could have you know there
1: there was more oomph to be had there. I don't yeah. know. Uh, so Elvis is molesting the RCA mascot, which I was like the RCA dog no. It's, it's, a sacred... it's a prop dog. Don't worry, everyone. It's a, no, it's, it, it's a plastic dog. I mean, dog. yeah, but uh, why didn't he listen to me? We get, like, the Dan Jonathan moment where, he didn't listen to That me. boy's He watched One Piece instead, did he? That boy's up there wiggling. Yeah. yeah. And then Elvis is charged for crimes of lust and perversion. The colonel wants, to, uh, says that Elvis can go off to fight to war or jail, which is like, oh, well, you have to take, like, the war choice. And Unless the musical Bye Bye Birdie was born, Dan. It's based on this. Yeah. 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 Bye-bye, Brody. Bye
2: I knew that, yeah. Oh, did you? Hmm. I, I'm pretty sure you told me that <laughs> on one of these podcast episodes I'm like sure. 15 years ago, but you, you did fill me in on that.
0: All right. Um,
2: but no, it's it's like... It's part of, like, a, a marketing scheme that, yeah. you know, we're going to send Elvis off to war, mm-hmm. he'll come back, then there will be no denying that he's yeah. a squeaky clean yeah, American he's boy. he's going to come back
1: a clean-cut American boy.
2: And, like, no one will be able to doubt that anymore, yeah. and while he's gone, I'll market him, uh, you know. To be a clean-cut, yeah. And he'll come back and yeah. be a star. Uh,
1: 1958, uh, Gladys is worried about her boy going to war, she drinks herself to death. And then we get Elvis mourning her death in Graceland with her, his father. Yes. And we get the Jonathan scene of like, Dan's crying in the closet, weeping over his mother's uh, clothes. Mm -hmm. And I come in and I go, I'm your new mommy now. Don't worry about that. The press is outside, Dan. I was waiting for him to actually say he that. He doesn't. It's vaguely similar. I know you were waiting. You, because you've been saying mm, that. You And been I lied, Dan. On, it was close. You've
2: been saying that on a daily basis since this movie came out. I'm like, I'm waiting for it. Like, is it going to be, is oh, it going to be.
1: Man, I th- thought Dan would have forgotten. The first time through.
2: Or no, is it, gonna it be was like,
1: close. He's like, you know, since your mother's died, I am in charge. Of but her. I was waiting. No,
2: well, no. I, after that scene in the closet ended, I'm like, okay, is Elvis going to hallucinate that moment later on with mm-hmm. the colonel saying, I'm your mommy Yikes. now? I got and caught, like, guys. Uh, and, and I'm like, <laughs> Dan got me that for line once. wasn't in the movie. So. Yeah, but it
1: was close, man. It was close, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you must listen to everything I say. The colonel plants Elvis' return from war with a clean-cut personality. 1959, the same year that Funny Girl premiered on stage. Just so you know. Uh, can't help falling in love. Elvis meets Priscilla, who should have been played by Lana Del Rey. She should have been, yeah. Missed yeah, yeah. opportunity. Uh, a daughter of an Air, of- uh, Air Force officer and falls in love when Elvis gets back. He will be in the movies, and he is. Uh, he doesn't get to choose his own roles, though, as the Colonel promised. Yeah, because. Elvis did have many movies, yeah.
2: I think they, like, try a dramatic one. But it bombs, so then they have to just do
1: musical yeah. movies. Yeah, he doesn't want to sing, but then it's like, oh, everyone wants to see you sing. And yes. Uh, we got a great montage. It's very, uh... I don't know, its it's like Quentin Tarantino. It's like, oh, we got all these friends in this trailer, and they're popping their heads out.
2: Well, I wanted to say... Uh, that 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 montage was probably one of my favorite parts, good, good. because when they recreated the 60s, like, movies, they do a very good job mm-hmm. of it. Like, they, it looks yeah. like it was filmed on actual, like, you know, uh, whatever print film they would have used in this, like, the color is all correct and everything, and it's like, oh, that looks like an actual... Mm-hmm. 60s movie yeah. like in hd yeah. so yeah that was good job
1: on that yeah. uh elvis is the highest paid actor in hollywood history unfortunately dr martin luther king just died and elvis is deeply affected during this he doesn't want to film any more films despite colonel tom Parker's. you know edging yeah because
2: i feel i don't i don't know if you were out of the room when it's <laughs> when it,
1: i went to take a piss
2: when it transitioned to this scene but because they're in, like, that Hollywood studio. They have the yeah. tour bus, the few tour buses, the car, and well, then that's... it's almost like
1: Christmas special time. Yeah, because
2: yeah. Parker is fiddling with his little, like, um, John Hammond <laughs> Christmas puppet. <laughs> yes. Like, he ma- he built a little miniature stage, and he's, like, puppeteering, like, a flea circus type thing. Like, and then the dancers would come out, and there'll be the elves, and Santa will be there, and Elvis mm-hmm. will be... And it's like, oh, this is... Which sets up the next story arc. Yeah. The Christmas arc.
1: Yeah. Uh, the Colonel is planning a pristine holiday special. Uh, meanwhile, Memphis is borning. Uh, Jerry Schilling, another manager, tries to, uh, get Elvis to do what he wants and not listen to much, so much to the Colonel. Elvis is trying, uh, tired of being Elvis. Priscilla tries to convince him to spend more time with her and her daughter. Uh, Elvis remembers his roots and meets with Steve Binder, a producer and director for some new direction at the Hollywood sign, which wouldn't have lasted. Yeah. In general, but still there. Uh, Used to dream of being an actor, it needs Binder and Moore's help for a new image, especially on the Christmas special. He's like, oh, well, you know, uh, you're the right guys because you said, like, my my career's in the toilet at this point. They were
2: honest with him. They're like, yeah, your career is shit. Like, you know, you need to revitalize yourself.
1: Mm -hmm. So. So I guess this is act two at this point, even though the movie is much longer. And we're moving to TV. Yeah. Did you feel this movie's length, Dan? Not really. Oh.
2: Not not as much as... Uh, you, you, you always make me worry about that, but I, I well, didn't... Well, uh, I try. Yeah, yeah. I
1: thought you would feel this one above... This is the longest one that I've suggested. Nah, Australia felt longer. Oof. Yeah. Well, yeah, I could see that, too. Yeah. No, I, this wasn't bad. I didn't All think. Right. Uh, but Elvis is filming the famous 68 comeback Christmas special taking uh, where the colonel and NBC executives thought that this would be a squeaky clean Christmas spectacular. Gotta sing Santa Claus is coming to town. town. You gotta do it, Dan, in a Christmas sweater. (laughs) Otherwise, it won't be right and I won't get paid. The Swanson TV dinner people are going to be very angry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It would be Gordon Fisherman (laughs) wants you to sell the fish sticks, The Heinz tomato ketchup people are going to be very upset. However, Elvis is all in leather and singing suicide songs, a la Heartbreak Hotel. Mm -hmm. And this is going against the uh, producer's wishes. Uh, Well, it's going against Snowman's
2: wishes. It's (laughs) going against Snowman and the corporate sponsors. Yeah. But his like, the audience loves it. And the newer, younger producers that he's hired are like, yeah, there's there's something special happening
1: Mm -hmm. here. So he's kicking kung fu, he's singing gospel all in leather... Back to his groove, doing what he wants to do. Another traumatic event with the assassination of Robert Kennedy, which Daniel called. Yeah, (laughs) Dan was like, "I feel like Robert Kennedy is gonna go."
2: (laughs) I got a bad feeling, you know. (laughs) 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 Had a bad feeling, but yeah, Uh. it it actually it like interrupts the recording of one of his uh like they're I think they're like rehearsing or filming it and yeah. then and then it, stops it happens to, the news yeah. drops
1: yeah yeah uh the colonel needs elvis to submit to him elvis wants to reach the masses with his music it is political and religious there will be a christmas song at the end says the colonel or we'll be sued and i will leave uh more snowman imagery with like the whole christmas thing and i was like at this point when i was seeing it with matt i was like oh i get it he's the snowman <laughs> he's like he's obsessed with christmas
2: uh, yeah uh, but but for for further context when when Bobby Kennedy dies, the newer, younger producer, I th- I think it's the same guy. It's it's, it's, it's like from it's,
1: Stranger Things. Yeah,
2: it's uh he he's like okay, people need hope. They need inspiration. They need something to like get them through this. So like Elvis, you should go on live and you should say something to like lift people's yeah. spirits and the snowman it's says like no,
1: elvis no. isn't political and he, shuts he off sings the TV. Uh, so what are you doing santa claus <laughs> but elvis has a plan yeah and uh he writes my favorite elvis karaoke song if i can dream which is a protest song mm-hmm. and uh he sings it to this is the my favorite part of the movie it's like it's an exact recreation of what elvis did yeah with like the same Elvis backdrop and everything, I was like, "Oh, this is very cool! Like, I love this. This is giving me chills." Yeah.
2: Uh, well, they were they were like they placated the snowman by setting up the the hokey Christmas town set, mm-hmm. but then Elvis comes out on the opposite side of the camera with the Elvis sign behind them, and it's kind of you know yeah. and up in the box. <laughs> Tom Hanks. <laughs> no. is, does he go down the stairs at this point? Or? Well, no, he goes
1: up and down the stairs yeah. with this cane. He's like, "Oh, I need to go up there and." That boy's getting a walloping, but but yeah. (sighs) But this is the best Elvis song, Priscilla sees her man living again, Elvis achieves top TV ratings, and the Colonel feels betrayed. It's like, he went against me. Yeah. Uh, I wanted him to sing the damn Christmas song, but he said no. Yeah. Uh, Elvis and crew are planning a worldwide stadium tour, so we get into, like, basically Act 3. uh, Raising Lisa Marie at the same time, the Colonel is using all of his profits in Casino and going into debt.
2: And we also get like a like in a sideline that's um like oh last year you got an offer from like Japan and Germany to yeah. come like for a
1: million dollars a night.
2: F- to go tour, and like I'm surprised you're the you know, the snowman didn't take advantage of that. And they're like, Yeah, ask him about that when you get the chance. Like because mm. yeah, he didn't talk to us about that. So
1: uh, Elvis is moving away from the Colonel and what of the CD past. Elvis wants to be bigger, the bigger man, and end things with the colonel, who is in the hospital at this point. So we kind of catch up from the beginning, where the colonel had like his heart attack, stroke, his mm-hmm. passed down the floor, and Elvis is like, "Oh, what are you doing here?" But then the colonel is like, "Well, you know, if you go on a world tour, there's a, a neat little hotel across the street that'll pay you millions for six weeks."
2: Well, he frames the con as like, "Well, if you if you want to go on a tour, you can at the international, it. yeah, but like." you can you can cover all of your travel costs by doing a six week stint at this you know new hotel mm-hmm. then you'll definitely go get to travel and do a world tour yeah, but uh, we know that's not that's not gonna happen so
1: yeah uh, this could be good for Elvis because he has like full artistic control and unlimited budget, which is what he likes. He's like, well, you know I, I did that whole thing, that Christmas special on like a square mm-hmm. where the Colonel says that to him. Then he's like, well, what, imagine what if you have the whole room mm-hmm. to do that with? And I was like, oh, all right, like as a, as an artist, that would be a pretty cool thing mm-hmm. that you get full artistic control. But uh, he does agree. It's only six weeks. And then the Colonel's like, well, then you can go on tour over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will be enough to fund that. Uh, sure, Jan. Uh, fun Elvis improvising scene where he's like conducting the music yeah like I really like this he's like a like, 30 piece
2: orchestra yeah he's got singers centers,
1: yep yep all kinds of stuff yeah and he's like oh well, you know I'm gonna conduct you we're gonna freestyle right now it's like oh alright and then we get to the opening night scene which is very immaculate for Elvis himself mm-hmm. it's like oh it's going great but the the Colonel Tom Parker is talking to the hotel manager Is like well Elvis can be convinced to stay for a price of yeah. mm, five chicken nuggets a night maybe yeah he, he, it's da- it's me selling my Dan's soul. Yes. Yeah. Uh, one, ta- one Taco Bell burrito box, perhaps? Mm.
2: And he, he's basically, you know, it's like a tragic moment. He's like signing Elvis's on future a napkin. away on a napkin. Because yeah. it's like a five-year contract that, you know, Elvis is not bound to anything else, but he has to perform on that stage. Yeah, yeah That's where he has to come back to. So. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, Elvis gets stuck in the motions for perfumering the same show night after night Uh, he flirts far too much for Priscilla's taste Uh, she can't compete with an audience's love as uh, as, uh, the snowman notices Mm -hmm. It's like I saw her one night and she saw that Elvis was lusting after some man Mm. yeah Yeah. Mm.
2: the snowman has a few moments like that like he won't
1: pick me up like that yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, the colonel is filling Elvis's head with the dangers of going out of the country. He says, like, basically, if you go on a world tour, I won't be able to provide security with you, so you're going to be at like dangers yeah, yeah. door. Well, he's very, he's like putting on a ruse,
2: like, oh, you've been getting all of these death threats, like, and we get the sense that the colonel is like hiring people to hassle him, uh, to to create this illusion that it's too unsafe to yeah. travel anywhere
1: uh we get some overeager peruvians storm the stage one night true and uh elvis has an american tour before returning to the national uh being put through the performances of uppers and downers uh well well, well no in the hospital the the colonel is like well see that's my point yeah like the colonel
2: well elvis goes to the hospital because of exhaustion yeah like, after, after one of these things, and then the, to placate him, the colonel is like, well, we'll do, like, a 15-show tour around the United States mm-hmm. only, and, you know, that will, you know, let us iron out the details for how you would, like, travel in the future, yeah. or something to that effect. Yeah. Uh, we get, we certainly get the sense that the colonel cannot, he does not want to leave the United States under any circumstances.
1: Mm. Yeah, so Elvis' first America tour before returning to the inter- international, uh, being put through the performances of uppers and downers, and then we get the colonel's like, "I broadcast the first ever satellite concert." Mm-hmm. Ooh.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. So like Elvis, you know, wanted to go see the world, but I brought the world to him. But obviously, that's not the not the get, same thing. Yeah, you get
1: the point. Like I didn't kill Elvis. You did. You did with his love. Yes. Yeah. Um,
2: but it, it was it was like, oh, like, this whole thing has been, so, like, the broadcasted, like, live from Hawaii tour was, uh, was such a success that one year turned into two, into three, into, into four, four mm-hmm. uh, where Elvis has returned to the International and played the same
1: stage. Yeah. Uh, he spends l- nights doing drugs in his penthouse, clearly falling off the deep end. Priscilla finally walks out on Elvis. She's concerned for him, but she has her like to get out of this marriage yeah and let me get the scene where he's like i'm 50 and you don't look 50 well it's like someday well, i'm gonna be 50 yeah
2: someday i'll be 50 old yeah but
1: 40. he was older in that scene yeah and it's yeah. like young austin butler going like i'm old I'm like <laughs> bitch you haven't seen old look in my mirror i said what's going on here and priscilla's like i gotta get out <laughs>
2: yeah well no she has to get out and she has to make sure that like her child has a stable life
1: yeah uh vernon won't let elvis uh or help him out of his contract so vernon's a bad stage dad he is yeah he's fucking up at every every witch end and after binder tells elvis that he passes out before one of his shows uh this is where we entered so like he goes to the hospital and he like passes out and the colonel's like fill him with drugs get him on stage and
2: like he turns to like oh well that's a that's a decision that his father can make too mm-hmm. and the, yeah. the dad is completely spineless yeah. when it comes yeah. to the colonel so he's like yeah just just inject him and get at him on two stage.
1: hours and six minutes Dan that's where we get our mm-hmm. our bookend mm-hmm. officially just so you know yeah 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 uh, that night Elvis is drugged out of his mind on stage and flips out on everyone especially a colonel this is very Dan calling out Jonathan mm-hmm. <laughs> care to elaborate Dan um.
2: Which uh, w- oh okay so yeah, yeah it's L- like, L- Elvis oh is up Jonathan onstage. is an alien <laughs> and he's doing the thing where at the end of every show he turns the spotlight on to this, yeah. the he audience. he wants to see you audience <laughs> a- and then and then yeah it's the Dan doing the call out to Jonathan. it's it's the well, look at that he's a that, that space alien over there <laughs> yeah, okay okay yeah, yeah, uh, jerk, take the light uh, like no he, tell them tell the authorities he's abducted me he's he's, yeah. he's got me trapped every night right here and it's like no 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 no. and then you know the the hotel owner is sweating and then uh the snowman you know gets up to go backstage and deal Uh with this
1: yeah and the curtain falls and uh elvis is like he fires the colonel uh not good colonel tom parker has an itemized bill for everything that he gave elvis including balloons so it's like every single item that he accrued for from Elvis the beginning, over his journey. Yeah. literally, like, that's from, a very Jonathan move. Like from the first yeah. day
2: they met, it's yeah. like an itemized bill, and it's—I guess that the way that the dad, not having any business savvy, signed the contract was like these resources are loaned from uh, Parker Carnival Amusement mm-hmm. Incorporated to Elvis Presley. Uh, uh, what what is the Elvis Presley... I don't
1: know. Studios? I don't know. Uh, yeah, like yeah. the
2: name that they've set up for it, but it's it's like... Enterprise. Yeah, yeah it's everything has technically been a loan from Parker's company. Yeah.
1: Elvis is about to leave for good, but Vernon is ruined from his bill, and there's no money left, so he goes up to like, the apartment suite and is like, Dad, what did you do? Don't get your dad to manage you. Yeah. That's all. And then like he's like, you gotta go back to the colonel. The yeah, Elvis doesn't want to, but he sees that his dad is in hardship and goes, "Fine, I'll do it." And like the curtains close on that. Yeah, as he goes back to like his drug fueled prison.
2: Well, because we get the scene in the parking garage.
1: Yeah. Oh, the the Dan Ryan John the Krakowski. Because all of Elvis's.
2: What girls, are we, Dan? But young dreamers. They're they're like. They got the plane tickets ready, they're waiting by, like, all of his bandmates are waiting in the parking garage by the car, and Elvis is in, like, this little, you know, like, the like the car rental office mm-hmm. leading to it.
1: What are we, damn? but two young dreamers. Two lonely children. Dreaming for eternity.
2: Reaching up to the stars. And it, it it's like, like, I'm not a bad man. Again, it's a very, it's, it's, it's the exact, this is another, another scene that uh. could only have been brought to life by us, but it was... It's just like, yeah. I'm not a bad man. No. You live from me, I yeah. live
1: from you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dan, this is a podcast. You should be used to this. <laughs> and... This is your life. Maybe that's why you didn't like it so much. Like, I'll give you a loan, yeah. but you know. In jail. <laughs> he goes up the elevator. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, know about the Rock of Eternity? Forever, just beyond our reach. Sad Elvis decline starts. Vernon tries to apologize. Elvis decides to go back to things as they were. To get the colonel back and get uh, get me my drugs. He's yep. like, bring the doctor up to get me my drugs. Yeah. That's all I need. And then we get to the last sequence. One year later, Elvis doesn't have his residency. The drugs and burgers are catching up to him. Mm-hmm. Even though there's no fat suit. I said, like, there should have been a fat suit at this point. Because Elvis was not as felt. Uh,
2: no. I mean, they. I think at most they kind of add some puffiness to yeah. Austin Butler's mm-hmm. face. But yeah. that's all they, they do for that part.
1: Uh, he is in vague talks for Star is Born. And I was like, oh, imagine that Star is Born. Star is Born's definitely coming, but, like, not as a Sinister Six, but as, mm-hmm. like, a Jonathan random pick. I mean, yeah. like, we're watching anime this week. Just kidding. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. Judy Garland's Star is Born. Because that's crazy, Dad. Mm-hmm. That movie is insane. Yes just so you know um it's it's out there uh, priscilla meets with elvis when switching with lisa marie their baby and we got like the the kasey Graves song in the background and it's an effectively done sad yeah, scene i wish it was lana like, i still wish it was lana
2: like it, it's an eff- like the the sky is overcast like, uh, Priscilla is, like, pleading with him, like, we made a deal, you can, you can fly out and go to this rehab place, and then still be, in theory, be back in time for another concert, and no one will know that you, you know, spent the week in rehab, mm-hmm. and you can take steps to get better.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, Elvis denies this and worries that no one will remember him. Uh, he's all out of dreams falling in love with you is playing in the background i will always love you he mounts to priscilla as they mm-hmm. leave uh, very touching now we get that recorded footage that blends with the boss cut we got the 1997 one of elvis's final shows as he sings unchained melody and his life flashes before the screen yes and it's it's kind of sad because i mean this wasn't Bos fault but like Elvis's final cu- concert is like him adorned with like Pepsi's on his piano and I yeah. was like oh this is like someone else this had is to- in bad taste someone else had to
2: hold the microphone and yeah. um, you know there's like all, again all the like you said the food containers and the drinks and the papers strewn over the piano but the audience
1: is still going crazy mm, yeah. for it yeah And we get the unfortunate fact that Elvis is dead at 42, the colonel also dies alone, thanks to, like, the subtitles at the end, where he's, like, he's gambled away all his money, and he died sadly alone.
2: And I feel like another scene was justified. Like, I feel like... You use that imagery of the colonel, like, trapped in a perpetual casino, and then he's, like, going to hell. Like, he's, he's wandering deeper into that casino you know... Betting and losing. Betting and losing, getting more feeble until he just wastes away, but Elvis remains immortal. Mm -hmm. Elvis... Elvis is remembered, the snowman isn't. Like, just one final... Like a a Titanic ending scene. Like, he's gone, but Elvis will always be remembered. Like, Mm. it's something like that to just... Better than than
1: text, I think. We do get the fact that he's, like, the best-selling recording artist of all time. So... There's yeah. that. And then the movie ends. The movie ends. That's it, Dad. Care right. to detox? Um,
2: and no, I just, like, the, the problems that I pointed out, I think, just kind of keep it from being, like, a touching movie for me. Mm. I think that it could have been, like, I think Austin Butler's performance is fantastic. Yeah. The um, singing
1: and the acting, very great.
2: It just feels like a very... I, oh, just, like, a lot of bizarre choices. Like, I feel like if Baz Luhrmann, at this point, feels like there's a project he wants to make, and he wants to make an Elvis biopic, he can do that without having to call in, like, Tom Hanks to, to be, like, the protagonist. Mm. I think that's that's possible. And it just, again, it just really feels like the movie is made messy, because it's, like, again, it's like a con movie, where the plot is the snowman trying to get away with something. Mm. And he fails. But but then it still goes back to Elvis. So it's like the snowman's plot just peters out. And we don't even see like a final scene with it. It's just like mm. him in the in, in the hospital where he started. But it's kind of just. It tries to do those two things too much for me. Mm. To have like as much oomph as it should.
1: I mean, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. Uh, the second viewing was definitely better. Mm-hmm. My third viewing, sorry, I watched this once before to take mm-hmm. the notes, but uh, uh, it's not the worst movie, no. But not. I'm glad to see that this was definitely your Sinister Six pick. You felt a little perturbed yeah. by it. And if if I have to be devil's
2: advocate and like list positives, mu- obviously it's Elvis. Music is phenomenal, mm-hmm. and the. The way that the muse, like, there's, like, a lot of moments where record skips and things repeat and they get overlapped with other, like, dissonant sounds mm-hmm. to make you, un- like, uncomfortable, kind of, while still keeping that energy going. All good stuff. Mm. Visually, eh. But it's, but it's eye-catching. It's eye-catching. Right. It's like, it, 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 it'll, you'll remember it. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I, I could have used a little less tom hanks i guess wow i uh, the polar express was was my fill was too
1: much yeah well with that dan we've ended another episode of enemies was not a mistake sorry (laughs) (laughs) my god (laughs) where am i
2: jonathan take your (laughs) ad phil uh
1: is there where our audience can reach you on social media dan
2: uh, you can reach me at King Danis on Instagram. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> um, and uh, where I'm gonna try to post some artwork, and also our Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast and uh, Instagram and Facebook accounts.
1: Well, you can find me John the at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram and the TikTok.
0: Always forget. Yeah, and then you can. You're on there, dear.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you find me at Drink and Read J K on the Twitter as well, Uh, and follow my other podcasts, including uh, Nightcaps at the Theater and uh, Drink and Read the podcast. Yeah. Well, Dan, I made you suffer so much. What's in turn for me next week? Well, (laughs) will you make me suffer just the same? I'm going to try to bring
2: some unpleasantness. Oh boy! But. I don't know. It'll be a. It'll be a two out of three shot that you will get yeah, maximum well, unpleasantness. I saw that this week. And there, look what Dan picked. There's one in the pot that I have coming that is probably enjoyable. At least for cheese factor, could be enjoyable. The other two, not so much. Um But again, usually uh, you have your classy, trashy, and. Um, cheesy cheesy uh i usually try to maintain a trio of my own it was a little more difficult this time but i'll say that the theme uh is heroes villains and creepy crawlies oh all right if you'd like to you know learn more then be sure to to tune in next week yeah because uh
1: you ain't nothing but a hound dog Dan.
2: We're, you know, things aren't always as they seem. We're entering a, a different reality, a different world. Not a uh, a place of mind and matter, but of cringe and cope. Huh. Where the entire budget was spent on the craft services table. Where more time was spent <laughs> doing the costumes than writing the script. It is, of course,
1: the Sinister Six. Ah. What? You survived anime was not a mistake spin-off series? The Sinister Six? Well, there's always next time. As you wait with bated breath, remember to rate, review, subscribe where most podcasts are easily found, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and more. Remember, boils and ghouls, if you enjoyed the hosting by me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, stand-in cryptkeeper, and the Igor of my eye, Daniel Ryan, support us on social media. And last, but certainly not least, remember to reach out to us on Anime Was Not a Mistake pod on Instagram, or follow Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast on Facebook. This way, we can continue to make our anime-based dreams come true, and your nightmares a reality. Until we meet again, remember to constantly ask yourself, is anime a mistake? We know for certain that any film with the Sinister Six misnomer is destined for depravity.